hit the button. I did hit the button, and apparently I am just, uh, that's really loud, but that's okay, because nobody else can hear it. But me, holy shit, this was a bad choice. Oh, uh, pretzel. I had to increase the volume, so that way, boop. There, I had to increase the volume so that way I could enjoy it. Uh, but it does not need to be as loud as it is. It was scaring me. Anyway, I fixed it. It's no longer scaring me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, to an all-new indoor, uh, indoor adventure stream. We are doing more uh, setting the table, which we have done before. Uh... But previously, it was... Why is this so much louder than everything else? There we go. Because there we go. Okay, RJ, say something. Okay. Good. I can hear you. There. Sweet Christ. My audio's fine. Anyways, hello, everybody, and welcome to Setting the Table, a show where I like to get friends on, and then they help me world build, because doing stuff by myself is uh, very difficult and time consuming uh, and I like to have fun on my free times but sometimes being able to do world building and hang out with friends doesn't coincide but in this case it does because tonight RJ and I are going to do something special which is work more on the mech uh, tabletop RPG that I want to I want to eventually run in the fate system. And I say that it is a mech system specifically because I can't, I don't think I have the rights to use Gundam, but I want to call them Gundams. I want it to be Gundam because I'm very hype about Gundams, especially since there was a new announcement about Gundam today. Oh, oh. Well, uh, well, 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 it was back in January 6th, but I, I just saw it. That's okay. It's new to me. It is new to me, and uh, since we are here with mech stuff, I also have a mech-themed beer. Uh, it is from Gigantic. It is the ginormous Imperial IPA uh, at a solid 8.8%. I've got a Shandy because it's the only beer we have, and it is a whopping 1.2%. That's fair. All right, and so where, where did that go? The chat box should be visible, so we should be seeing chats pop up but I, for some reason Streamlabs does not like me very much so that empty blank box is supposed to be where people can see what you know they're saying in in the well, chat well, but. wait hold on hold on don't you mean what JD is saying yes, in the chat what JD what people you know we're JD's people JD transcends people it's true JD is amazing <laughs> I've got water I also have water that's an important step of any stream is hydration. I've got sriracha. <laughs> That's not water at all. Don't drink that like it's water. Not again. <laughs> not again. Gross. All right. So, uh, let's kind of let's kind of get into it. So, one of the main reasons why I wanted to get uh, the chat box be working now. Oh, that's awesome. Good. So, that's one of the main reasons why, of course, it's always when I shit talk Streamlabs. Uh, that I wanted to get you on the show, RJ, is because you are also a mecha enthusiast. As it says underneath, we both are, are huge mecha fans. 
So it's only natural that I would want to invite you onto the show to help me uh, figure out some stuff with Mech. Mostly because people always talk about The Legend of Zelda having a ridiculous number of timelines. Have you seen Gundam's timelines? No. All you Zelda the, fans? The thing with Gundam, though, is that majority of them aren't even timelines. They're concurrently happening. Oh, yeah. Huh. <sighs> That's the difficult part, is because you will see characters and you will, they will talk about events that you then watched in other Gundam shows or that you've heard about in other Gundam media. So it's like, you really just have to digest a bunch of this shit in order uh, to make it accessible. But since we've already done that for you, it's going to be easier for us to then do that. Uh, specifically, for, uh, for this mech game, I wanted it to take place in the Universal Century timeline, uh, which is for Mobile Suit 00 as well as Mobile Suit G, the original one. Yes, I want to say. Because that's the one with, uh, I was going to say the Red Ribbon Army, but that is not. That's even, Dragon Ball. Yeah, that is Dragon Ball. Um, so what is it? Uh, who are who are the main players? Because there's the Earth, High Earth Defense Force. No, that's there, a different no, anime no, entirely. That is with anime boys who transform and they have things. It's weird. I've watched two seasons of it. There's it's a, a great one. show. There's a magical wombat. The fucking wombat. No, the hedgehog kills me every time because it's like this little tiny creature, but it comes like, hello, everybody. We are the bad people. We're the bad guys. All right, so it's the um, was it the Mars? Okay, Fuck so we, 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 like, I am bringing up the Wikipedia on this. So Gundam oh, timelines. Oh, Cyber Wolf here! Hello, Cyber. Where to start and what's worth watching? No, that's not it. Gundam timelines series. Wait, did you want to do Gundam OO or did you want to do the first Neon Zeon War? Fuck, they're not the same. This is they're why we need same. a show that talks about Gundam timelines. <laughs> okay, the timelines of Gundam from my anime list. So, there's the Universal Century, which is Mobile Suit Gundam, Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam Double, uh, double Z, Shars Counterattack, Gundam Unicorn, O-O-80, War in the Pocket, the O-8 MS Team, MS, okay. It, it, it's crazy. Okay, so that was the Universal Century. So that's the one with Gundam Unicorn, as well as the OG Gundam. Uh, but that's not Neo Zeon War. Yeah, Neo Zeon was like Gundam... But it kind of was, because they talk about the Neo Zeon War in Unicorn. Yeah. Hold on, let's pick this up. The first Neo Zeon War was in Mobile Suit Gundam Double Z, ZZ. Okay, so Mobile Suit ZZ is first Neo Zeon War. I, I'm looking at the Wikipedia now and it's Ooh. like first Neo Zeon War appearances data. And instead of saying factions, they say belligerence. What? Yeah, right? Why is. God damn it, Gundam. Okay. Uh, You're all are a bunch of belligerents. Okay, so, fun thing uh, that we get, because this is. The other important part about determining what timeline you're in also kind of determines 
how... What the style of piloting your mech is? <sighs> That's another really important part because the Neo Zeon War timeline also falls into eventually you get the new types. Right. And so new types are actually very important, but again, for all you non-Gundam people, uh, it is essentially like the next stage of human evolution where there's more of like a shared consciousness ability that these pilots get, but then it's also heightened piloting abilities somehow. It's like, it's like better reaction time, better like strength, like some sort of telepathy, telepathy. Yeah. But like to a range, it's like an AOE telepathy, but it's like, it's more of like an emotional telepathy. Like you can feel and what other people are feeling, but you can't necessarily tell how they're thinking. But because it's anime, everyone's emotions are like full paragraphs. Today I feel shitty. Yeah, drift compatible. New types are drift compatible. That's a good one. And then like you get further on down. I can't stop thinking about Iron Blood Orphans. IBO, dude. Okay, so... IBO. So, we have the UC timeline, which is Neo Zeon War. Let us figure this out, because these are important things to talk about. Uh, okay, so world-building-wise, are we still going to try and use the properties of Gundam for this, or are we just trying to build up from it? Like, Gundam as a basis, and then we'll... This is Gundam as a basis, because I like... I like certain timelines better than I like others. Or some timelines just don't even make fucking sense, but they have fun elements about them that I think could be taken. Such as the Future Century timeline, which I am looking at right now, and that is the one where Mobile Suit Gundam G comes from, or G Fighter, uh, aka G -Fighter. Street Fighter the Gundam anime. Whoo! <laughs> my favorite part about G Gundam Perfect. is fucking when Domon calls the Shining or Burning Gundam, it's like from random ass spots. Every time. This... this car it's like car jet thing shows up it can like appear from behind waterfalls inside of a bridge just like breaks out of a wall Fucking this caramel kool-aid man it's way to everywhere <laughs> where how he parked it there the first time i don't know actually in um in one of the g gundam manga that i used to own they showed like the four panel bits of joke stuff and it shows, like, Domon getting there, like, three days earlier and starts digging in the ground. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, yes. Okay. So tell me what I need to read up if we are doing this as a show. That is what... <sighs> that is what this show specifically is for, is to figure out what you would need to read. Slash to create, like, a document of just, like, these are the major events we're covering... These are other Gundam things you don't have to worry about. Because again, different timelines have different systems that make their version of piloting a mech different and special and unique compared to the other ones. So like in the UC, in the in the standard timeline for Gundam, there's really not a whole lot of differences between it's... like sitting into another mech and like pulling levers and switches and kind of doing it that way. Whereas in Mobile Suit Gundam G, for example, is like a magical boy transformation where a skin tight leather suit appears onto every mobile fighter and then they use actual karate to fight inside of their mech and then their mech does the same moves on the outside. 
and I know I say I don't like to talk about it a lot, but in Build Fighter, it's like tiny little like gunpla, like these build mechs that you do make, and you put them inside a simulator, and they just go. Yeah. <sighs> See, we would not be doing that one. Whether or not that would be an element to the game, where like you could go to a planet and there are these kids who were like fighting with miniature Gundams. Yeah, you could do that. Yes, you can get your magical boy transformation, but That's... there's, but you can also have your Gundam have the magical girl transformation, as was the case in Gundam Unicorn, which is part of the Neo Zeon slash. Motherfucking Gundam Unicorn blew my mind with that. Like, <laughs> I loved it. You have this unassuming, like, looking Gundam, and then the panels just start sliding off, and they turn, like, this brightish red, and it's just like, I'm gonna fuck you up now. I'm gonna... You're gonna die. All right, so <laughs> then... Unicorn. So then there was the After Colony series. Uh, and the After Colonies, that is when uh, they introduced the Zero system. Uh, for Gundam Wing slash Endless Worlds, uh, where it was basically like your Gundam would go berserker mode and just like two times the speed, two times the strength, but it could control you, and it was also meant to kill other Gundams. So like if you went full zero suit mode when you were around your friends, uh, the main character, Hero Yui, uh, on more than one occasion actually attacks his friends because he's just like, I've lost myself to the zero system. So zero system, then, Gundam wing. And then there's the Transam system, Transam system from Double O. Uh, oh, that was the Transam system is like the helmet one. Uh, like it's they, also a full like what's it? I thought it was a full Gundam. No, not in the in in Double Zero because I'm watching that one right now. Uh, it's more of like the cockpit style, and then they just have mm -hmm. like the the levers on the side. Like, it's, there's not a whole lot going on other than the standard helmet. I want a mech in my mech. Funny enough, you want to be, be Char. You want to be the main bad guy in Gundam Unicorn when his mech hops into the site and tops into a siege mode mech. But, but LB, let me, let me opt to you this. Instead of a mech in a mech, why don't you have a horse piddling a, a horse mech that you can ride? <laughs> Fucking G Gundam man. Okay, so, uh, then there's Correct Century, which was Turn A Gundam, which was a special oh, okay. project for the 20th anniversary of the series that highlights conflicts between humans of Earth and humans living on the moon, with the moon people outgunning the Earthlings until an unlikely hero finds a Gundam and serves as one of Earth's best line of defenses. Nothing spoilers. special. No, spoilers, he's from the moon. Nani. Yeah, the main character. Oh he's one of the God. moon people, and he's fighting for the Earth. And then there's the Cosmic Era. I don't want to talk about Cosmic Era. That's Gundam Seed, and that doesn't make any sense. Gundam Seed was also like their first ex their first time going into uh, 3D animation for a Gundam series. So yeah. they really didn't know what they were doing as well as they did later for the 3D models. So like... It's just really clunky, and the art style is just not... They all look the like they're rubbery. I just was not a fan of Gundam Seed. I made it like five episodes in and was like, this is just not for me. I will take a fierce pass. So I just never cared or looked. 
like if you thought about Gundam pilots being pretty boys, Gundam Seed was like pretty boy central. <laughs> and then there's the Anu Domini system, uh, timeline, which is from Gundam Double Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I think is funny because there's is starts off in the year 2307, exactly three centuries after the show initially aired. Um, if Gundam Seed is an updated Mobile Suit Gundam, then Gundam Double Zero is an updated Gundam Wing. Oh, LB, um, this show has been going on since the early 80s, and there's no consistent, like, there's no consistent timeline, except the closest we have is UC. <coughs> I like Gundam Double Zero, though. So, but then that one, they didn't really have, um... Uh, in Gundam Double Zero, they don't really have, like, a special kind of, um... Suit. Like, there's nothing that's, like, overly complex about their Gundams, other than it's, like, there's only four Gundams, and they're all named, like, Virtue! And weird shit like that. Oh, wait, is this, um... Double O? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, wasn't the Sniper's Gundam Hallelujah? That was the name of the character. That was the name of the character. No, that wasn't even the that wasn't even the sniper. That was the dude in the in the fighter jet. Because the thing actually about Gundam Double Zero is that the not the mechs transform the Gundam specifically, but the enemy mechs do. They all have multiple forms. So you'll see one that's like a jet who turns into a Gundam, and another that's a tank that turns or that's a jet that turns into a mech, and then a tank that turns into a mech. So they had transforming Gundams. Transforming mechs. And then Advanced Generation is Gundam Age. But I never looked at Gundam Age. But Gundam Age, actually, I liked quite a bit. Because it it followed the, the story of an entire family piloting the Gundam. Nice. <clears throat> like, it started off with, like, this one kid and he fights. And then he gets really, really pissed off at the enemy. So he becomes a racist. Oh, no. He had hope, and it was gone, like in America. Um, mm. Then his son took over, and he was like, but we could fucking work together. And then he becomes a space pirate. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. And then his gr grandson is kind of a pussy, but then like he mans up with the help of his grandpa. Hmm. Yeah. Also, there's 45 Gundams. <laughs> 45 Gundam series. Sorry. So now you understand why I've needed multiple shows in order to be actually able to start this. Start wow, why? what is my fucking webcam doing? Like, please, stay up. Please. So then there was uh, the Regild Century for Gino uh, Reconguista. Was created for Gundam's 35th anniversary and shares some elements with Turn A Gundam, the previous anniversary series. But uh, that's fine. And then Post Disaster. Mm. Mm. Post Disaster is the one that I care about the most lately. Because that is for Iron, Iron Blood Orphans! Iron Blooded Orphans! Iron Blooded Orphans. So. Uh, the the thing about IBO that makes piloting these mechs 
so ridiculous comparatively to the other shows is that because in one um like in in the originals it's just a dude in a cockpit he's fine the way that they do it in ibo is that they essentially have like usb ports grafted onto their spinal cord and then yeah. when they hop into the mech the mech gets plugged into the person and the person's brain acts as the processor for the mech so you can actually you like move your mech with your brain uh but as what happens with the main character spoilery for the first uh oh akihiro if we're talking about sexy plugs Akihiro is a man's oh. man. <laughs> He's an everyman. Oh, Steven. What? I'll have some good stories to tell them. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, so, uh, so that is, uh, you run the risk, though, of that when you get plugged in, uh, there is the possibility that you will overclock your brain. If you, like, push your Gundam past its limit, you can overclock your own brain and give yourself a stroke in order to or, Gundam better. Or in the case of um, the main character, spoilers, he he loses um, the functionality of, like, his arm and his eye, and he can only reuse that when he's plugged into the Gundam. Yeah, it's basically like he doesn't have enough processing power on his own after using that. Uh, IBO also had a moment where there was a dude who got turned into a Gundam. Ooh, yeah. I'm not he gonna say like... who. I'm not going to say who. But it happens, and oh my god. It, it broke my heart, dude. Yeah, no. And that, oof. Big oof. But the system that they use, I always call the AV system because I can't pronounce it without wanting to say vagina. <laughs> for, for, for Shabba, it's the Alea Vijnana system. Is the is how I've seen it spelled. That's how I've pronounced it. What the I've fuck is it. this show? Which one, LB? Which, Which one, indeed? Because we could get into some shit. <laughs> because Iron Blooded Orphans, uh, with the AV system, uh, where you have the plugs that go into your back, and it's like. If you have one, then there's like a 10% chance that you'll live upon getting it. And then the main character has like four in his back just to show you how badass he is. Or insane. Yeah, a little bit of both. He's a murderous sociopath who just wants to garden. He just wants to garden in space. Just wants to garden in space. Yep. Oh, by the way, all of these people are like children. Yeah, they're child soldiers. That's well, why they're they, iron-blooded orphans. They're child soldiers from Mars <laughs> who were dubbed human garbage. Yep. Human trash. Space debris. Uh, so, what is... So, in iron-blooded orphans, we have... Uh, Ridiculously long well, names. Well, no, no, no. So, the thing is, is that... Guys, I can't. This is a lot. Yeah. This is why... <laughs> this is why we did this. We're here. We're here for you. We're here for you. We'll we'll be your Gundam support group. Look, we're gonna go through Let's go through Iron Blooded Orphans first. So, Iron Blooded Orphans, what we have is a lack of space colonies. Uh, but instead of space colonies, we have colonized and actually terraformed a lot of the planets. 
that are in our solar system. So, uh, for example, there is a new spin-off series of Iron-Blooded Orphans that is going to be coming out later this year that takes place on Venus. Uh, so, while everything, all while the events that are going on in IBO are happening, this new show is also going to have things that are going on concurrently. Uh, with this being the new story or the new plot line that Sunrise Entertainment is going with, uh, Gundam is also owned by Bandai. So a lot of this, if you're wondering, like, why would they have so many shows? Merchandising. They want to sell toys. <laughs> And the easiest way to sell toys is clearly with political intrigue. Yeah. So you think you think giant mechs battling and that would be the premise? No, there's a lot of political intrigue. It's like something you don't brainlessly sit down. Well, you could brainlessly sit down and watch just for the action scenes. But then if you really want to soak it up, plot and lore. You heard of Cyberwolf. <laughs> You know where that's at. You know this lore is here. All right, so there is in IBO, you have, as always, yo, see, there he is. We said it and he showed up. <laughs> <laughs> so in Iron Blooded Orphans, we have the establishment of the Earth Sphere. Uh, and the Earth Sphere is run by, it's like the Seven Star Council. I think yeah. is what they're called, uh, and it's, it's no, basically. No, it's, um, I thought it was Seven Star Council. Well, it's like Gallahorn, Gallahorn, and then inside Gallahorn, the higher ups are called the Seven Star Council. Yes, uh, and they are all based off of old families. Uh, so much in the same way, uh, LB, like you were wanting your mech uh, or your character the last time to have been from like this higher up royal family of mechs. If this was IBO, you would definitely be a part of Gallerhorn, uh, as that apparently was the way that that show ended up working out. Uh, now, the purpose of, uh, uh, in this show, why there is the rebellion, why they are rising up, is because the, because the Martians, uh, the boys get wrapped up. The boys get wrapped up in a plot so much bigger than them, where they're best, where they're basically Jesse Pinkman to Walter White, but they're just like hanging out with Walt in this Breaking Bad metaphor, hoping that, okay, he says that he knows where we're going. This guy is gonna like fall, like we're gonna follow him. We're gonna follow this guy's orders, because they've never had, they've never been on their own before. They've always had somebody giving them orders. So this dude kind of like sidles up and says, hey, fight my war for me. Uh, and they're like, yeah, okay, that sounds cool. Yay space. Uh, and he convinces them that they will be the king of Mars because the entire thing is about the peoples of these different planets leaving the Earth sphere and becoming their own economic entities. Uh, as, I mean, they're producing more for Earth than Earth is for itself. Earth is kind of just taking in a lot of the resources that Mars is producing, and the Martians are like, we make the best, like, we have the best metal in the solar system. It's time we got paid for it. So, uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans was very much about uh, cessation, about actually being able to get, uh, get their freedoms. In <clears throat> Gundam Double Zero, 
the main plot was uh, universal peace or like global peace uh, because rather than going out into space colonies and doing all of that, uh, Earth didn't fuck itself over. Like there are still space colonies, but all three of the... Uh, the Earth breaks up into three major economic blocks, and then these economic blocks each control a elevator that goes into space because that's like architecturally sound uh but the entire thing is also covered in solar panels so it they are each just like these large cores of solar energy that each of these economic blocks are in charge of but they're each in kind of like a dickhat measuring competition of just saying, like, I have the biggest military. I'm not going to trade with you unless you give us more blah, blah, blah. Uh, space elevator like in Halo. RJ, was it, was it like a space elevator from Halo? Was there a space elevator space in Halo? Space elevator in Halo. Space elevator? You mean like the space elevator in Gundam? <laughs> Gundam Double Zero? Yes. Uh, a little like that. Oh, this was in Halo Halo 5. I'd, I've never played Halo 5. Oh! Well, wasn't this like a, a thing for the Tower of Babel or whatever? I think so. A metaphor? Probably. Um, Is that what the towers in Double O are a metaphor for? No. No. Okay. No. They just wanted money. <laughs> like, that's it. There's. I mean... Because they're not... Well, like, they're not trying to, like, unite the towers. They're just trying to be like you guys focus on this instead of your stupid militaries you're not fighting focus oh. on getting off this rock i just walked back from getting some ice cream and i'm just as confused as i was before good i'm glad it's a lot to digest yes uh so transforming mechs so this was also this was about unification we're just doing broad phrases what each series was about because that can give us a general plot for what we want to do moving forward. Because then we can, can just say like, oh, this is our our Gundam alt-universe. Do you want to have a timeline cut off or do you want to try to encompass everything? Because encompassing everything is going to be a fucking task. Okay. I've only <laughs> seen it done once. There was only one thing I've ever seen that encompassed all Gundam and had it make the biggest air quotes. Sense. You want to know what that game was? Is it Super SD? Like it Gundam? was Dynasty Warriors Gundam. Go oh, gosh! <laughs> because they essentially were just like, "There's a tear in the multiverse. Put it back together, okay. yay Gundams!" And you're like, "Yay Gundam!" Like, Put it back together. Congratulations, Shinji. Oh no, not those mechs! Get out of here! <laughs> Fuck those mechs! <laughs> Do you want to limit it also to? Because there are some. Freaking sweet mech designs in other series that I just love. Mech designs? Design your mech however. There's not going to be like a standard to base this off of. For right now, this is simply just like, how how are we going to structure the, the history of this world uh, up until this point? Okay. And also, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors Gundam was great because you just fought a bunch... It was the it's the purpose of Gundam is the power fantasy where you get to be in a big ass mech and just fighting a bunch of Zaku <laughs> fighting a bunch of Zaku units which are like these little like they look like pig face 
ones that have like little snoots and one wandering eye, and they you just wreck them. So, fun bit of trivia: in Japanese, zaku means small fry. That's amazing. They are legitimately named small fries. Right, but if you look at it, Sharp pilots a red zaku called the Red Comet, and he kicks some ass. Well, yeah, so. that's because he's the he's the big bad of the enemies. All right, so everyone else is disposable. Cessation. Uh, <laughs> I think that's how you spell it. That is not cessation. Okay. Cessation from the that. Uh, so then in the, in Gundam Wing slash Endless Waltz, it was actually the same thing, succession, or like secession, like getting the fuck out of the Earth Sphere, because in that one, it was, you have your Earth Sphere, and then you have all the colonies, but you haven't actually, like, you haven't gotten to the point of colonizing planets yet, but instead, it is just all of these like all of these space stations placed throughout all of these like asteroids that have been turned into space stations that are all under the control of the earth sphere and would so it's say, a bunch of terrorists would you say instead of secession it would be freedom yes freedoms freedoms secession being what's it you want to separate from a government but freedom being you want to be away from it all free well, i can explain the, but that was the thing in in gundam wing though they weren't trying to just like as soon as they break off just fuck off earth we want nothing to do with you they just wanted to be their own economic power don't you mean oh oh in no, oh 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 was solar power theirs was about right. unifying the planet in Wing, Wing was the terrorists from the space colonies going to Earth, fucking things up on Earth, so that way Earth would eventually go, you're right, space colonies. Now that you've attacked us enough times, we'll leave you the fuck alone. <laughs> okay, fine. Because that makes sense as to why that would happen. Mm, you, you said there's oil on them space colonies. Okay, and then the future century for G Gundam... Fucking fighting, man. No one knows .mp3. <laughs> like, it's just there for fights. Friendship. <laughs> Friendship and brotherhood. It's Bosuzoku. Bosuzoku. Bosuzoku! Just, just... Have you seen this man? <laughs> Have you seen this man? Oh my god. He's the ace of spades. The ace of spades! It's on his hand. It's a tattoo that just shows up whenever he clenches his fist really no. hard. So the the plot line for that was like when the fucking what's it? Uh the Royal Straight Flush people came out and then started bequeathing their powers onto Domon and his friends, and I was just like, What? Who are you people? <laughs> when did you get here? They only they showed up for one episode. <laughs> And then died. They proceeded to die. Oh God, yes. If if I ever get power powers, I want that to happen. <laughs> Just like some random dude, like you are my successor. Wait, what? Take this tattoo. Oh God. Hey, what the hell is this? I won't tell you because now he's a beam. <laughs> he gives you the tattoo power, and your first thought is like, oh, this is gonna age terribly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. We have cessation, unification, freedom, being fucking brotherly as hell, 
And then what was, what's like the overall theme for Universal Century? Which one is Universal Century? That's the Neo Zeon one. <clears throat> They're just fucking fighting a war, man. Okay, so let's let's uh, figure it out. So we'll break it into three parts. So the first bit, <clears throat> why did the fighting start? Um, was it like because... an economic sanction thing? Like, does it always lead to economic problems? Let, let's let's go to the wiki. Okay, so. In the meantime, just so you all know, uh, this song is Stay By My Side by Miracle of Sound from his album Level 6. So it started with the assassination of the Austro-Hungarian heir Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Wait, this is World War One. sorry. Um... I was gonna be like, uh, wait, did they really do this? Like, is there like a Space Franz Ferdinand I didn't know about? <laughs> is this Space World War One? <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think, I think it was just like, they were fighting. Okay, so, and we are fighting now. Uh, so what are, what are the main factions? Cause there's the Earth Force, or I guess what are the three main belligerents? <laughs> there's uh, the Earth Federation. Okay, so Earth Federation. Neozeon. And Neozeon, what did they stand for? Because we know what Earth stands for, and it's usually racist. Let's find out. It's been a really long time. <laughs> uh... Also, I was right. It is going to be a cross-platform app that they revealed at the end of the... Uh, Spoiler, or of the end of the trailer for the next Gundam series. Ah, can't wait. Ool's Hunt. It's not Ool's <laughs> Hunt, by the way. Is it not? Mm-mm. So, the way that it is spelled on the My Anime listing, My Anime uh, list listing, is... Ba -ba -ba, you are... And then the uh, classic symbol that is called a thorn that looks like a T that has a loop. And then another R at the end. So it's you. So that thorn is pronounced as a TH. So it'd be Earther. Uther. Uther. You are. And then the TH and then another R. Do you think they're trying to say Uther like Pendragon? Uther. Uther. It's me, a Gundam pilot. The From Neo Scotland. <laughs> Neo Scotland. Look, G Gundam was oddly racist. If you don't believe me, Google search Tequila Gundam. <laughs> hey, where's the Neo Dublin pilot? Oh. <sighs> we don't talk about Neo Dublin. That place yeah. got destroyed. So Neo Zeon, were they, what was their role in this war? What side were they on? Anti-Titans and surviving members of the AEUG. As a group of young Shangri-La colony. God, why? Just tell me what you want. <laughs> do you want resources? I'll give you resources. What do you want? We don't know. 
We just want to fuck shit up. Uh, forces from the old principality of Zeon. So what are you about? Was Zeon like a space nation that got blowed up or something? Principal I think Principality of Zeon was, it's a, also referred to as the Duchy of Zeon and Zeon Dukedom is a na nation. <coughs> oh, they're in control of the colonists of side three and they fought against the Earth Federation during the one year war. So Neo Zeon is colonists. Yeah. So it's Spaces versus Terrans. Okay, and then wasn't there a third? Like when we were looking at this last time for the first Neo Zeon War, wasn't there like a third group? It was the AUG. That was just dudes with guns. Ah, uh, the Anti-Earth Union group. It's like six factions here. <laughs> All right, so we're just gonna do Earth Federation and Neo Zeon because I'm guessing that the other forces are just lumped into one side or the other. Yeah, because then if you think about it, there's also like the Loyalists in the Zeon and the AUG. <laughs> Look, Political intrigue, them. folks. Political, Political intrigue. All right. There were mercenaries. They were hired out to steal a Gundam and then like fucking use it. Okay, so what is, so if we're going and like creating our own AU for Gundam slash mechs. These are the things that tie all of the other ones together. Like these are the main things that we have looking at these. So there is, uh, there's fighting just because fighting. Don't you do it. I see you doing it. No, oh, God, that's, ah, oh, why? Why do you do this? Hey, audio cast listener. RJ has been just squirting sriracha into his mouth for reasons, I don't know. Um, there is the, uh, so G Gundam is just brotherhood and fighting because fighting's manly. And what's more manly than mechs fighting each other hand to hand uh, versus like the English dude who just took a bunch of drugs. It was a weird series. Um, no, there's hey, the, hey, he that English dude was also part of Neo Germany. He was a ninja from Neo-Germany. God damn it. <laughs> uh, God bless you, G Gundam. We didn't deserve you. <laughs> then there's freedom, unifying uh, the Earth as itself, as well as doing uh, more, more freedoms. So I think that a good place to start um, yes, Necrogoblicon, it's just backwards. Um, I think that a good place to start for us is... So, we want... We're gonna do the Fate Core timeline. Okay, so... I think the easiest way to do it is probably going to be... There is Earth Sphere, and then... You guys are involved in trying to free the people of X from Earth. Or you are part of Earth and you want to wrangle in all of these outsiders and then eventually you realize, ah, it is the Earth who is wrong. And then you just swap sides and join. Uh, ah, there is a peaceful solution to this and it involves more exploding mechs. Look, I am going to say this right now. Uh, 
there will be a moment. None of you will know when. It'll probably be in the middle of a mech battle. But an enemy will ask, WHY MUST WE FIGHT?! I'm gonna respond with, tradition. survive, and then dump my 16 blast on him. <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay. Alright, so, uh, we have Earth being a bunch of dicks. Uh, and then, uh, not wanting to share resources with X group. Uh, so... For this, uh, what do you think would be better for, uh, like, for a wide-ranging story? Do you feel like it would be better to have it be Earth and colonies, or do we want other planets to be colonized as well? I like the idea with Earth and other planets with colonies, just so that there could be a little bit more depth in, like, let's say Venus will support our movement as well, but Mars is against us, so we don't have access to, like, metals and stuff, you know? Okay. So we have all three, which is Earth, planets, colonies. Um, is space travel a thing? Like, not just, like, the general, like, we've hopped into a large ship, and now it's going to take us several months to get there. But is there any kind of, like, hyperspeed? Uh, mostly because in the, the uh, in the Fate Core book, they have a like a galactic rainbow bridge. The Bifrost. Kind of. It depends. How early do you want this to be set? If it's like early into like the spacefarers um, sort of technology pool, then we'll have those like months of slowly drifting across. But if it's like higher up, then we'll have like sort of the more technologically souped up Gundams with the hyper warp drives. So aesthetic wise versus mechanics, what timeline do you want it to be in? Like time I would frame? say, I would want the hyperspace travel mostly for, Fate is a very fast paced game, is a very quick game. <laughs> if I told you guys, if I told you like, you said, oh, I want to go to X place. And my response was, you're going to have four months of downtime. What would you like to do on this spaceship? Train and get swole. Okay, but it's fate, so you already are <clears throat> trained and you've already gotten the swole. Like, you Just don't... Super, super cut over it, like... Four months later. <laughs> hey, I didn't know that I could get all these biceps. Six pack? I've got like six, twelve, eighteen. It doesn't stop. It, doesn't, okay. it wraps around my waist. Hyperspace travel can turn months of travel time into what's what's the range? Are we wanting days, weeks? I kind of want to say days just to give players that sense of urgency where you have to plan things out and it's like, yeah, but we'll get there in a certain amount of days versus like, we'll get there in an hour. We have time to prepare. Yeah. Can turn months of travel time into days. Okay. So, Fate Book has ruling on hyperspace. Okay, so, um, the other thing is, is that uh, is this 
Okay, so we have hyperspace travel. And so that means that it is going to be mechs uh, slash tech is very futuristic looking. Advanced. Future advanced looking. Not the first rodeo. Um, yeah, so it wouldn't be like, this is the first mech that you've ever seen. Like, or maybe it is. It very well could be, but I doubt it. Mostly just I, because, like, this is the Earth planet's colonies lines up with iron-blooded orphans. And mm -hmm. in iron-blooded orphans, that's when you get the really fucked up mechs. Yeah. That are just like, I am a planet destroyer. Like, leveling cities with a single ray blast. Oh, hey, Big Zam. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Big Zam. Um, yeah, so in, again, the first Neo Zeon War, they had the, what was it, the Earth Sphere that could mass produce Gundams, but they weren't very specialized. And yeah. then Neo Zeon had very specialized mech, but there were few of them. Were, weren't commonplace. Or mechs are commonplace. Mobile suits are commonplace. Yeah. Mobile suits are commonplace, but not Gundam. Underline. Um, <laughs> then what else is important in here? So we have mobile suits are commonplace, but not Gundams. Uh, um, are we doing... How is our government type? Is it a democracy? Is it a... So in... Per... Planet. I think that there would be a... Representative. Kind of like the House of Representatives here. So right. it's like the people of the planet elect their leader and then based off of uh, a cheerocracy, uh, then based off of uh, how they go about electing their officials, like each planet could have its own version of election, but the Earth Sphere doesn't really care. And I think that might be one of the problems that we would face, is that they don't care if your planet is a... Uh, like is a dictatorship they don't care if your planet is like a socialist regime they don't care one way or the other as long as you pay your taxes right so you have this like very uncaring centralized government that is really just there so it's just like are you committing war crimes slash have people reported that you're committing war crimes and you're just like black bagging people over the head going no they're like okay money. yeah no and like Highly corruptible, corruptible, lacks centralized government. Okay, take this ticket to the maybe, Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> maybe there is a, uh, like, maybe there's one colony that is, like, shadow government kind of thing. Like, maybe there's, like, like or maybe there's one planet that's actually, like, making the majority of choices. I like the idea of a colony doing it because it's more shadowy, like an upper echelon cabal sort of dealy. Okay. On cabal making decisions for the uh, for how the Earth sphere 
can govern. Cabal three three two. <laughs> um. So, uh, would there have been? Would do you think there would have been wars? Previously, because like in IBO, they find old wartime Gundams, and a lot of the stylings that they I, have uh, for like the AV system are based on like old wars. So in this case, it would have been like there would have been the colonies versus Earth war, but then Earth kicked the shit out of the colonies. I honestly think there would have been wars on the colonies and different planets, but never an intergalactic scale. Um, only because of how resource intensive it is. Um, there would have definitely been infighting on the planets because of how government and people work, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we just need that catalyst factor of why we're going intergalactic with this. That's a good question. Why are we going intergalactic? Um, so we have our, our colony. Uh, and we could always be like, ah, it's the colony out towards Pluto that nobody thinks anyone would care about. We have a colony out in by Pluto? How they run the government. <laughs> nobody knows they exist. Pluto's um, a planet? <laughs> no, it's a dwarf. Uh, it's also <laughs> a dog. The other thing is, is that when I first started wanting to make a mech tabletop game i read a lot of the lore for mech warrior uh and one of the things that i found in mech warrior was a it was like a group of people whose mech was basically like their family weapon that they would hand down from generation to generation so it was this group of oh, people yeah. using these really old mechs that were just like, ah, this has been in my family's generation, like my family for five generations. We've always fought with this mech. This ding right here, 70 years ago. And you look at it and you're like, Gundam Heavy Arms is gonna destroy that thing, right? Heavy Arms <laughs> fucking unloads everything it has and then just floats in space. And the worst part is that mech is still around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that thing could take a fucking beating. All right, so, uh, so we have highly corruptible, uh, lack centralized government, Earth Sphere, and then we have the upper echelons of the Cabal making decisions for how the Earth Sphere can govern. This is from a colony, and then there is the wars on the colonies, but never on an intergalactic scale because of how resource intensive it was. Uh, so, um. So there hasn't been an intergalactic war yet. And that's the important no. part. Has not been an intergalactic war. Um, okay, what is something else that we can figure this out of based on the other mech series that we've seen? So we have a setup for... Oh, if I could turn back time. <laughs> God damn it. A shareocracy, you son of a bitch. Um, so we have Earth's planets, colonies. Um, how long has this been established, do you think? Like, to get to the point of having advancement, is this, like, thousands of years past the, like, we are now going into this thing? Or is this, like, a hundreds of years thing? 
to get everything established and up and running, I think a th like thousands of years because you'd have to, you know, send people out to Venus, send people out to Mars, then send up the colonies. What would have been first, colonies or planet colonization? Colonies. colonies. Yeah, you would have had you would have had to have the colonies because in order to get the terraforming kind of technology under wraps, you're not going to just like, all right, we're going to shoot a bunch of colonists at this planet and like fucking go for it Elon Musk style uh, or you set up the colonies first because that way you could essentially have workers once you once you master uh, the uh, inter like entering and exiting out of an atmosphere then you would be able to essentially be like okay here is Mars as a planet it's time for your day shift I go down I like the fix idea Mars. where um, they sent out these colonist ships to colonize the planets and haven't had contact with them for like hundreds of years until they finally were able to establish like a link and then you just see like I don't know Mars goes all medieval and it's like a monarchy on there and yeah. then it's like what the fuck this is what we talked about so Chairman Mao style like five year plan <clears throat> but as a hundred year plan. And then they just expected people to kind of go along with this plan. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, we'll just leave these fuckos in their own colony for like a hundred years. We'll ring them up in like 150. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm down for it. The hundred, uh, we could call it the hundred years plan. And like that, plan. like that was like the defining moment for like what sep, like where our branch was. Like instead of like so, all of these different colonies fighting, this was essentially like you do you for the uh, next hundred okay, years, so, and then we'll check in. Big question: Why leave Earth? Um. See, now it gets oddly topical. <laughs> Why do we leave Earth? <laughs> I don't want to be on this planet anymore. Um, so, there is always the basis, uh, or the base need, which is resources. We need more. We always need more because humans are a parasite. Um, so, the, the idea that, like, we're running low on resources, and we need new planets to sustain the needs of earth prime or the earth sphere but i think in this case because we're going out and we're setting colonies it could be what's the half-life of radioactive fallout 600 years no 60 i think hold on let me see uh Oh, I'm wrong. It depends. Twenty. Okay. Uh, the half-life of U-235 is 700 million years. million years. Okay, so oh. that's not going to happen. I guess expended resources is what we got to do. There's resources. There's... Um... Or um, we could introduce like a newer element that has a quicker half-life. It was weaponized, and now it's powering our mechs. Okay, radioactive. 
Um, quicker Half-Life. Now Powers Max. Uh, I was going to say rising sea levels. There's just not enough land for the num for the amount of people that we have. Uh, so sent out into space. Um, so that way it's just like, get the fuck off this planet. Like, and then that could be why there is still that like central body that is the upper class. Like they wanted to stay as pure earthkins. Uh, and they could afford it. And they could afford it versus like, there was like a government stimulus package to be like, hey, you want to hop on this fucking cruiser? We'll give you an acre and a mule. Yeah, we'll blast you out on this rock. <laughs> Space race. So like, we could do that as well. Um, the mega polar vortex. <laughs> I was going to say uh, another thing that you that we could have happen as well. Um, is that like maybe in space we find in like rare instances on some planets that there is like some crazy resource that we want the quote unquote unobtainium a la avatar <laughs> stupid name i like that uh it... resources out there would it be Oops. different resources for mars and venus or would it be the same resource I imagine that it would be different resources, but I also like the idea of just like having these colonies hovering over a planet, people go down and have been steadily terraforming them. Um, something that we could use as a conflict issue. Earth does not have this element. It's spice. Spice, do spice. Spice must flow. Um, so I also liked the idea that each planet has its own style of rulership. Medieval knights for Mars. Evil Mars knights, but they're chivalrous. All right. I'm sorry, my brain was thinking uh, Macross Delta with the evil Mars knights because Fucking idols and mechs, man. Hail, Greybeard, and welcome. Hail! To Mega big titty polar vortex. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Uh, why leave Earth? Resources. It's radioactive, quicker half life. I like. What if that was it? Hmm. So we went in, like we left Earth because we found this new mineral. We found this new material that wasn't on our planet. And then that material was the nuclear radiation power thing that we used to then pilot our mechs later. So we brought it back to Earth. We took the time to like go and, invest, and like invest in colonies and stuff like that. And then we brought it back but then it was during that time that the peoples of Earth all decided to just start fighting amongst themselves for uh, <clears throat> basically like how they how they could get their hands on it, weaponizing it, and then they started turning it towards each other. And the colonies and planets just sort of looked down and were like, "What the fuck is happening down there?" And Earth is just Mexican standoffing itself. It's like Cold War, but with like fucking. I want to say atomic bombs. Yeah, that was what the Cold War was about. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so there's that option. Earth doesn't have this element. Resources out there. Each planet has its own style no, of rulership. I like that. I like that. Or, or we brought the we brought that mineral back, and we were trying to refine it, and it went like nuclear power plant explosion. Okay. It, or it refine do... it further. Sorry. Because it could do that. Because the the thing that I don't, I'm not necessarily sure about that is like, if we're eventually like, just shoving a chunk of that shit into a mech and being like, go twelve year olds, pilot this into the <laughs> unknown. Like that seems like a really bad idea. Just because like, if your mech died, this planet's now uninhabitable. Like. It's it's loaded into the mechs in smaller quantities. Smaller, safer quantities. Um, Because the other idea that is possibly there is that it wasn't necessarily radioactive. It could be corrosive to vegetation. Mm -hmm. So, like, as people brought it in, they didn't really think about it. But the more that they brought in, the more that it started to affect the Atmo and change the surrounding area. So before we even really realized what was going on, a lot of the surrounding area was just starting to die off because of something that we had introduced into our atmosphere. Right, like uh, what's it, the worker mechs on the on the planet, on Earth were being powered by this, but they were just slowly killing off crops. Yeah, um, and... the real life uh, comparison to, as an example, why you always have to check and wash your boat before you put it into a new body of water. Uh, because there are, like, if you put your boat into a lake or into a place that has a particular kind of invasive fungus on the bottom or any kind of, like, waterborne plant, and then you move it to a new place, you're just spreading that infection. Right. So with these, where we've already established uh, that Earth is mass-producing mechs, so if we're yeah. mass producing mechs and we're just shoving this shit into it because it's like, oh, it, it's a quick power for mech. And then eventually it's just like, oh, a quarter of our world is desert. Whoops. Whoops. Where's that? Where's that gif? Where's the gif? <sighs> it's at my work computer. I don't have the whoops gif <clears throat> at home. Oh, wait, no, I saved it. Hold on. Send it to me. We'll put it up. So a cool thing about Discord is that you can favorite gifts. Yes. Wait, where is it? Wait, is it is it in here? Where are no! I've been cheated. You it's got plates on. Anyways, so it's on my work computer. Corrosive element from the element. Slash material <laughs> powering mechs. Hey, what do you call it, corrodium? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's what it, like, I wouldn't think that that's what <clears throat> it would be called now. But, like, maybe, like, when exposed to a specific oxygen or something like that, a specific element that is found in highly dense jungle regions that it just fucking tanks it and like maybe I wouldn't think that it was found on every planet because no. planets themselves are so diverse 
Like, for example, Venus would be a perfect place for vegetation to grow. That would be like your jungle planet because of the, all of the greenhouse gases that are trapped there. But say it was from... From Mars, basically. Because I feel like they would have biodomes on Mars. What if... Okay, so Mars has the element. Let's just say Mars has the element. What if that Ooh. is why the Earth sphere and Mars are at odds? Is because the Earth is essentially blaming Mars for its own actions of just being like, how would you send us this material that destroyed our entire planet? And they're like, we were your vassal state. You asked us for this. By a cosmic twist, the element from Venus combined with the element from Mars causes that corrosiveness. Ah, Venus slash Mars element causes corrosive. Uh, airborne, airborne effect towards plant life slash vegetation because we didn't know that it would have it because it's only when coupled with <clears throat> the environmental bits on earth i also really like the idea when it's like intake in took by humans into in not ingested when humans are exposed to it there you go and after they die it kind of causes um synapses in their brain to continue to fire off to make like the zombie effect so we could have like zombie mobile suits <sighs> that'd be so cool okay I'm gonna say <clears throat> no specifically because that I don't want that being like a widespread every mech has that because if you told a dude like hop in this giant robot <laughs> oh okay Hey, when you die, you're gonna keep working in the giant robot. Be like, wait, what? I'm gonna talk to my I'm gonna talk to my overseer about this. Overseer, did you know this? Brains. <laughs> could, oh! could you imagine though a space colony that's like, yeah, it's fine. You're just gonna be working in this mobile suit. You put the helmet on, and it's like a pistol like just goes off in your head. Oh god. And it's just like you're working forever. See, I was thinking the other way where it's like you're fighting the big bad, right? And the big bad is like geared themselves into the mech. And then eventually they start fighting with like more of that human precision. Kind of like how Mika did in IBO when he started overclocking mm. himself. Right. But then it gets to the point where he eventually is just like, that dude died in there he is just the mech now like the mech like forcibly uploaded consciousness into itself we shot his cockpit the body's so over good. there hello <laughs> uh, this, this, what I, this is what i love about these world building sessions just this is why i wanted to do it is because i like mechs i want to <sighs> figure out shit about mechs we're making our mech Storyline. So the next time I fucking bring you guys in, I can just say, this is our story. This is what's going on. These are your players. Let's have fun with it. So, humans exposed to the combination of stuff. Uh, we said no. Not the humans, but uh, the atmosphere. 
it, it's basically like taking like 10 times the amount of aerosol an aerosol can and just like every single day for like 10 years so we have the vegetation dying around the mass reduced mechs so did we want to still do the 100 year plan yeah okay. i would actually love the 100 year plan it wasn't until like after the 100 year plan that we started importing back the resources you know yeah bring back resources that were safe or is this part of the part of the plant life vegetation problem i think it would have originally been like after establishing re-establishing contact with these colonies then they would have said oh we have this this and this and this works well and then like the earth series like yeah sure bring them back we could use that to power our mechs okay so after 100 year plan we started to bring back resources this is when the problem occurred how fucking shitty would it be if it was like the metal from venus we make the mechs and then mars is the power source and then once they hit earth <laughs> they're just manufactured and then everything just starts dying it's like what's happening why no <laughs> oh, too much tungsten that what what <laughs> Uh, okay, so we have the 100-year plan, and then it's after the 100-year plan that we start to bring back resources. Um, how long... So we start mass-producing these mechs, and we aren't doing it for military purposes at the time. I uh, think it would have been agriculture and, like, building, construction, like, civil duties. Okay. Civil duty mechs to start off with. So what would have been the catalyst? What would have been the turning point? Because we have these, because the 100 year plan was originally going to be our answer to us leaving Earth. And then we had the 100 year plan happen before we started leaving Earth. Oh, no, no, I, I thought the 100 year plan was in response to dwindling resources on Earth. And within that 100 years, we managed to stabilize. Okay, so 100 year plan. So it goes, okay, so dwindling. World building. Yes. Much easier to do with a friend. Dwindling resources. So. Dwindling resources. And then that ends up leading to sending... Wanting to leave the planet. To find more. Then you have the 100 year plan which was to send off a how many do we want like tens twenties hundreds or was this just one per planet i think it would have to be multiple because if it's just straight up one it wouldn't like enough i don't know what do you so, think uh so i think one it would have to, if it was one it would have to be a fucking huge colony yeah versus if you sent like a fleet like straight okay, up okay so what if you sent like like you said fleets but then they all merge together like our international space station to create this massive space station oh that'd be so cool 
And so, like, you have these mini colonies that are essentially going out, and then once they reach the place, they all merge back together. And then that's how you get internalized factions as well. Because then on these smaller colonies, you could have had people who were like, my family was the, was the, uh... We were the shit on this one, and now that we've moved back and turned into this massive colony, there are other families who think that they're the shit, and now we have this weird high society. <laughs> How would, like, lower slum colony districts work, then? Because they're all basically the same ship. If they were all basically the same shift, it would be what... It would be like the vaults in Fallout. Like, what do you put value on in your colony? What do the collection of you believe to be important for your survival? So like, for example, maybe the colonies that are on Jupiter, for some reason got really into fabric. Like they are just all about like, creating these weird synthetic fibers from the gas giant beneath them that come out in these variety of colors so the way that you determine like what your wealth is on Jupiter is how well you dress whereas like on Mars because it is the iron planet it is Aries like that is very much based on like your medieval chivalry so you have these like knights because they have proven themselves by iron hmm Okay. And then that's when you get into the weird mech anime known as Knights Plus Magic. C centaurs, dude. Centaurs. <laughs> Fucking. Centaur mechs. Centaur mechs controlled by motorcycles. <laughs> what? <laughs> Look me in the eyes and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Why do you think I've turned my head away? <laughs> <laughs> okay so all centaurs are hot confirmed confirmed Thank that you, on Jake. christmas one year plan send off a fleet of colonies to establish a station international space station Okay, so then we have the 100-year plan. So, dwindling resources, wanting to leave the planet to find more. 100-year plan, send off fleets of colonies to establish stations. Once all the colonies are established, uh, how long do you think, because we wouldn't have hyperspace travel before right. this, because there would be no end to getting there. So, it would take... A long time oh. uh, to do that, I would feel. Um, Mostly actually, just to, like, wait for the other dudes at the end to get there. Yeah, but he, here's a good thing. Uh, it takes about 300 days from something to get from Earth to Mars. Okay. At its closest point. Okay. So it could have been, like, a planting, like, okay, so within a couple of days, or... Uh, Within 300 days, uh, Mars will swing closer by the Earth, so we'll just send you out now. Yeah. No, that's what the plan was for the SpaceX travels that uh, old Muskie himself wanted to do. That they're Elon. Yeah. It also only takes, like, 
a little over three months to get to Venus. But it's getting to the far back planets that begins to turn into the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just and like, then, here, we'll slingshot you while Pluto's at its nearest point. Thanks, I mm, guess. Like, I guess. <laughs> also, there's an asteroid belt. It's like partway through. Um... I mean, we would have had worker mechs at that time. We could have maneuvered part of the asteroid belt to at least make it passable. Yeah, or we could have just, like, sent the worker mechs out and start blasting. Mine them. Mine them, yeah. Okay, but that's whatever. So, yeah. who cares about asteroid belts? This is space. Uh, so... We have our 100-year plan. And then... How long post-100-year plan would current problem happen? I kind of want to say 50 years, because then that would be, like, enough time to get everybody established and then have relations actually bloom within the sort of, like, planet... Demo I don't want to say democracy. The planet bodies... You know? Yeah. Okay, so 50 years, so at 150, uh, are we going off of a new timeline? Like, are we just saying that this is happening in, like, year 150 AU? Or, like, year 150 like, IA for the or, indoor adventure year? <laughs> eh? Oh, shit, he's leaving. <laughs> we'll think about it. <laughs> Should, uh, I think uh, just for timekeeping's sake, that would be, you know, good. Instead of saying, in the year 20XX. <laughs> I really wanted to start last time we played that this begins in the year 30XX. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's so stupid. <laughs> That's how all Mega Man games start, you know that, right? In the year, year 27XDX. Okay, so this is... Okay, so Dwindling Resources, 100-year plan. We would have started... We would have started the new calendar. Would we have started the new calendar at the end or the beginning of the 100-year plan? I think it would have to be more towards the end of the 100-year uh, plan because then people are thinking like, oh shit, all of our times are totally different because an Earth year does not equate to a Mars year. So that was the reason why I was thinking the opposite, actually. Because if you sent people out and said, okay, contact us in 100 years, you would have some colonies that are just fucking dark for years and years and years and years. Or there would be others where you're like, okay, call us back in 100 years and in like, two weeks Third. they're like yo what's good it's been a hundred years like oh, fuck. how high are you guys we're on venus man <laughs> everything grows perfectly here man um so i think that we would have to establish a a universal calendar a uc before we send people out into space just so that way it's like okay when this timer stops Call us. Call us. This is okay, the mom. This is the thing. 
This is the thing that will determine. So I think that establishing it before we send them out is probably the best bet. I like that because the that that gives me the idea that the launch would be like IA year one. Yeah. Inverse okay. ascension. Wait, it's just going down. <laughs> in inverse ascension. So we're drilling through the Earth's crust. And no, we're we're going down in space. I mean, if you have sex in space, I guess you're going down in space. Uh, okay, so we have our year one send duders up in colonies. And then 100 years, so we have a 100 years plan. So 50 years after is when the problem begins to occur. So that's when the corrosion starts, right? is after the 50 years? Or are we doing that it's after that 50 years that that's when we realize, oh shit, the corrosion is bad? I kind of like the idea where it's like, you know, ever since they we started importing and then shift putting things inside our mechs, it started to corrode and then we're like, oh shit, because then it's like, what's going on? It's probably some dirty Martian germs. Racism. Racism. Okay, so 50 years, problem is established or begins. Yeah. Um, Damn it. What? If we used IE, we could say it's the uh, interstellar ephemeris. I don't know what that last word means. It's a table or data file given the calculation of celestial bodies. Done. <laughs> Interstellar EPH EPH E M E R I S Interstellar Ephemeris This is also a thing about Gundam's really long words <laughs> The main group in the series I am currently watching calls themselves Celestial Being Hallelujah <laughs> No <laughs> He's really cool the universal <laughs> calendar set, uh, you can set it to anything. 10 day weeks, 3 weeks a month, and then 10 months a year, 300 days total. Graybeard? Graybeard, are you trying to put 10 days in my space? <laughs> this is a space without Ed Greenwood. Ed Spacewood. This is a safe space. <laughs> this is a safe space. <laughs> Okay, so your interstellar ephemeris time calendar. Um, okay. 50 years after they import. Is that when we call like full stop? On imports? On import? Yeah, well. I guess they find out it's like this and this and they're like, well, fuck. So we're just not going to import these anymore. Okay, so 50 years, hardline, no more imports. I think it would be hardline embargo. Okay. Or in the olden times, the O grab me. Okay, so that means that uh, after the 100 years plan, send off fleets. So in year, what, 120, 115, 
Yeah. Year 115, they find out that the materials are corroding the environment. 50 years, a hardline embargo. Um, obviously, there's going to be some illegal trading. Going on a la Ivory. Uh, so, at year 150, they have a hardline embargo. So, at what point... Okay, so they have a hardline embargo, so no longer are Venus and Mars doing trade with Earth. Um, so, what is, so the reason why then Earth gets upset, is it, is it, are they legitimately just like racist to the point where they're like, fuck Mars for what they did to Earth, and then they just start attacking Mars? Or it's, do they start being, do they start doing the even more dickish thing and putting harsher trade restrictions on Mars kind of in the same way that England did to Ireland in like the 1830s? Sorry, I was going to say something really dumb. Um, and then Mars dropped the colony on Dublin. <laughs> Oh lord, here comes the neighborhood. <laughs> oh lord, here coming. <laughs> okay, okay, so I think the Earth files like a legal action against Mars saying like, hey, you owe us reparations for all the shit you did with your shitty okay. minerals. Okay, so is that Mars and Venus or just Mars? I think it would be... I kind of want to say Mars and Venus traded first to make their own like higher power mechs for working, but the, it, there just wasn't that element that Earth has, or will decide later, that makes it corrosive in those two planets. Or maybe um, what's it? The ozone was like just at the right place because Venus is like super dense greenhouse gases, so it doesn't activate properly. It has to be in lighter areas with yeah. less oxygen. But then that it would have happened on Mars unless it was developed on a colony. Well, I that that's why I kind of want to say Mars was like biodomes, you know. So I would think that Mars could be biodomes, kind of like in Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Uh, but there's also the option for, or, um, because Mars doesn't have an atmosphere the solar radiation kind of kills off whatever makes the things interacting with each other. Like- Oh, okay. The Martian rads, got it. So in, in Venus and Mars, there are these two like limiting factors, but then on Earth, it's like that environment rich sort of, hey, it's okay to go corrosive. So my thought, was why Earth is only demanding reparations for Mars. So we've already talked about how Earth is a very lax ruling body, right? Right. So what if you have Mars... Also, we, we kind of have to readjust the 100 years plan because... Um, timetables. Timetables. So I don't think it would be 115 that they found out uh, it was bad. I think in 150 because that would give Mars and Venus enough time to 
come out of there like, hey, we're out in the middle of fucking no place. Uh, talk yeah. to each other, be able to like come together, create this thing, and then deliver it to Earth, and then have Earth come out and do like find out, oh, this is actually bad. Mm -hmm. So what what would happen would have been like Venus primarily trades with Mars as a middleman, or would it be the other way around? So my I need to look at the planets. My thought for this is that um, Mars has the patent on it Ooh. on paper this is a martian material but they use things from venus to be able to make this thing it is very much a martian base like 75 percent mars 25 percent venus so venus was like yeah it's technically yours and then would let the martians kind of market it and then they would get the third party sale out of it now because it is a martian pride thing they package it as like this is pure martian this is like from Mars, our colonies, we provide this to you. Our best and brightest were able to to talk to the amazing uh, agriculturalists over on Venus and get them to kind of like coincide with the things that they are that they are getting uh, like from the planet so that way we can create this this organic metal. But from Earth's perspective, oh, so this is a Martian thing. Mm-hmm. And Mars being like, what, uh, uh, Venus? Venus did this too. And Venus is just, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. <laughs> I, I think the even more fucked up thing is Venus knew. Venus suspected. They didn't know for sure, but they were at like the 70, like again, like a 75, 80%, like, this might be bad, but we're like our we're just selling to Mars for Mars things. We didn't know that Mars would sell it to Earth for Earth that things. The correct amount of elements needed to activate this poisonous property. Yeah, like or like there was one scientist who knew, but he got shut down because of like lobbyists kind of thing. Mm, yeah, OK. Just advocating, don't do it! It'll kill the Earth! And be like, we're on Venus, you dumb shit! What do we care? Okay, so... Then, Earth demands war reparations from... Or, okay, after 50 years, that is when the Venus... Uh... The, the Venus representative... Or, okay, so... Hundred years, send fleets out. Right. Fleets begin to establish. So fleets within establish and then, contact between the two. Yes. And then within the hundred uh, years, there's gonna be a Venetian Martian trade alliance. Okay. So within the hundred years or post hundred years? Within the next fifty. Because again, the, the okay. purpose of the hundred years was that it was established. Established. Just go yeah. be yourself. Um, Post hundred years slash Pride. Mars trade alliance. Maybe, maybe Venus and Mars were like doing kind of like a back alley thing where they're like, we know we're not supposed to be talking to each other, but hey, buddy, hey friend, hey hey friend, <laughs> you want trade? <laughs> you you want trade some stuff? LF, LF Minerals, looking for 
Oh, that's even more fucked up because then if Martians were selling to the Earth and per- making this a uh, Martian thing, they're like, Venus? And then Earth's like, ahaha, I caught ya. Yeah, yeah. So that's why Venus just has to be like, look, if you drag us into this, we're both fucked. I'm not about that. Venus for <laughs> Venus. Like, <laughs> That's good. I like that. Okay, so Venetian Mars Trade Alliance before they were supposed to. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Year one, they find out. So it wouldn't be year one. So no. the Venetian Trade Alliance, uh, obviously some illegal trading going on which is something that we had earlier, but so what we can we're do- We're bumping that timetable up. Yeah, we're bumping the timetable up. So what is, so it's 50 years for them to create this new element. Right, and at the right? end of the 50 years, then the earth has started to corrode and then earth is like, what the fuck, man? Okay, so end of 50 years, earth begins to corrode. So then, is it the next 50 years? Are we doing another? Because again, like if we're basing this off of a, a slight bit of Chinese history, are we doing a second hundred years plan? What would the second hundred years plan entail? Connecting. Mm, Since we've okay. sent out everybody, the next hundred years is going to be establishing trade routes and getting everybody kind of on track with how things are supposed to go. And so that is when during this like year 175, that Earth finds out, hey, what the fuck? Why are all of my plants dying? And Mars and Venus just go, mm, I don't know. Well, it has to do something with this Martian-made mech. <laughs> okay, so then 50 years uh, total for uh, second 100-year plan. Uh, then we have Venus or Venetian slash Mars resource created. Mars takes credit because pride. Hubris uh, will be their downfall. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hubris, what are you doing here? Um, uh. <laughs> also, how do you feel about the layout currently for this, where it just has mechs uh, on a slideshow in the back? <laughs> then know, there's the chat. I I was I was like looking at the mech slideshows, like I recognize so many of these. Uh, I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna make something for these sort of sessions, like the mech oh. world building. I was going to. I've been meaning to. I think that's what I'll do um, tomorrow and Sunday because I have uh, I have given myself more free time during the mm. week. Uh, one of the things that I was actually uh, going to be asking Danae to help out with was creating stuff for. Hey, I want to have like a smaller world building stream for people to help out so that way instead of like my only options being either a five man or a six man that I could have like one and two and then a big fucking screen in the middle for just showcasing the one note the ones are note yes Mm -hmm. Uh, so 50 years uh, it was 50 years so that was the total 
for the second hundred years. The Venetian Martian resources is created. They trade with Earth. Uh, or that is when Earth finds out. Finds out. Shit's corrosive. At this point, we're just making our own fucking mech anime. Yeah! No, that's the point. It just happens to be... Look at this fucking Gundam over here. But, like... Gundam-inspired machine. <laughs> totally not Gundams. Ooh. Wink. Wink. I'm gonna grab some water real quick. Go for it. Uh, if you wanted, we could go into our break. Yeah. Five to ten minutes. So, we will be back in five to ten minutes. So, don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend. And we will be right back. Alright, guys. See you soon! <laughs> Word disassociation games are so fun. Bless you. Bless you, fucking Polar Bear from Polar Bear Cafe. Uh, okay, so getting back to it, I have grabbed myself uh, a little bit more alcohol. Just a little bit. Water. Well, I mean, your house ran out of alcohol. Except the big guns, but we're not at that point yet. Because what I was thinking is that eventually, once we figure out uh, our our timeline and what we... That was silent. Yeah. There it is. Oh, that's some Foley work right there. Ooh-wee. So once we, once we figure out our timeline and kind of how we want things to structure... You want to get smashed and build a mech? It won't... We don't have to even build the good guy's mech. We can build the villains. Yes. Guys, you witnessed it here. First. Our... Our... Our, our bromance just became drift compatible. <laughs> Keeping it on point. We always have to keep it on point. Oh my god. Okay, so. God damn it. I love Max so much. We'll get to it. Okay, so. We are in year 200 currently. Like, overarching end of the, fifth, end of the second batch of 50. Which is that the Venetians and Martians created a resource earth finds out shit's corrosive was there a was there a martian slash venetian scientist or biologist whatever ologist you want uh who was like this shit is bad that got shouted down by lobbyists or do you want both both Ven Ven uh i wanted to say venice uh venus and mars to just be like yeah we knew this the entire time and we played you like saps I don't think the one where they get to say you played us like saps would be the heartbreaking one. That's where it's 
That's I was gonna say that one's the one where it's like we played you for fools, Earth, and Earth is like, why? In in Gundam Double Zero, it's legitimately a dude who's like two hundred and fifty years old. He's <laughs> just the same scientist. Wait. Transplanted. You were muted that whole time. I'm sorry. Um, I got my head checked. Microphone <laughs> check. I'm sorry. So, um, disgraced scientist. Disgraced scientist. Yes. Yeah, so, the audio cast listeners heard my end of this uh, conversation, but RJ, hey, which do you think would be cooler, disgraced scientist? <gasps> did they miss the proposal? They did. No. They have to RSVP. We have very limited slots. Limited slots, indeed, but. You can find yourself there at Gen Con this year. That's going to be a right. trip. Disgraced so. scientist who's, I don't know, I kind of, ooh. Basically, they built this mech around them to sustain their life. And now they're just like this guerrilla warfare crotchety old man. <laughs> Killing supply runs. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's amazing. It is. <laughs> Mars scientist who gets angry, turns himself into a mech, starts wrecking supply uh, supply chains. Supply chains. <laughs> starts wrecking supply chains. Oh, uh, that's. This beautiful. could be a spinoff. It could be a that's spinoff. That's a spinoff series. Uh. This is this is fate mecha fate uh mecha fate gecko cuz apparently it's such a it angered me so much that that was real <laughs> <laughs> fucking iron blooded orphans gecko okay uh, <sighs> i'm having a great time um, was i muted for like the entire time or like just that up until i was like you were muted yeah okay yep so, Wait, does this mean you were talking to yourself the entire time, or no? Well, no, not the sense break. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. sense break. We're still good. I was about to be very sad. <laughs> I was about to be really confused <laughs> that we had like regulars in the channel who know that's not what it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, "Yeah, let's let uh, Indoor just talk to himself again with for hours." With with RJ actually there this time. <laughs> Your mouth moving and just nothing in me. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, but... <laughs> ah, fuck that series. Like... <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, we have Earth Finds Out, Shit's Corrosive, Disgraced Venetian Scientist, Who Knew All Along. Okay, question. Because mm -hmm. this determines something as well where uh who who disgraced the the scientist was it mars. was it was it mars was it venice or was it earth 
Venice. Uh, no, uh, I think it or would Venetian, be Venetian. The Venus. Venus is. Why is that so hard? Why is Venus a hard word? I'm your fire, your desire. I think it would be like the Martians who shut them down because it's like, no, you're wrong. This product is Martian safe because we are Mars and we are prideful. Okay. And then parentheses, Martian pride. Martian pride. Okay, so that puts us 200 years uh, from the first start of sending people out. Um, uh, Earth finds out it's corrosive. So then Earth puts heavy trade embargoes. Or Earth puts Mars on trial? Including the embargoes. Because then it's a full trade stop. Like, they're not trading with Mars, giving them resources. <clears throat> Ooh, and then Mars could become more Spartan. Where, like, it was really economically prevalent, but now it's kind of downtrodden. Like, it still has space travel, but it's more of, like, a Wild West in the decay of the city. Right, 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 right. I so like that. Earth puts, tr puts embargoes on Mars and then uh, tries them, or tries to get reparations. <clears throat> and because the embargo on Mars until reparations are paid. Yeah. And because of this, it's so taxing on the Mars economy that it becomes that lawless, like, wild, wild west, medieval serfdom. <laughs> the medieval wild west. The medieval wild west. With mechs. With I want to go to Mars. I want to go to Mars. <laughs> Did that just be where our campaign takes place? Holy shit, I kind of want to go to Mars. <laughs> Fucking Earthicans. Milady. <laughs> Sir Knight, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. Ah, shit. Not only is it the Warden, but it's also the Black Knight. <laughs> the Warden is the Black Knight. Nani? <laughs> The Martian Warden. The Martian Ranger. <laughs> I am the county lineman. Okay. Remember how you were saying earlier we just created our own anime? Yeah. Can we create this anime? I don't get... Wings. Mm. Wings. Learn how Wings. to animate for anime. So Please. that way I can get my medieval Wild West fantasy or, mech or, anime. Or... Wings, can we dump money at you so that you can make a manga? I would... I want that monthly. I, I want, want it. this monthly. I don't. Oh, I, want, so I want my Wild West Fantasy Mars. Oh, the God. Wild West, no, Medieval Wild West Mecha Mars. Okay, now think about this. Remember when LB was saying that she just came back and was really confused by what was going on? Yep. Even if you were paying attention to this <laughs> show, leave a comment. What are we? T what were we talking about? Because now it's this. It is it is our medieval mecha Mars. Wild West. That's what I want. Anyways. We're going to Mars in the campaign. That's decided. Okay. Uh, um, so then Mars is still trading with other planets? Or is I kinda wanna say that because Earth or, was like, no, every other planet was like, what's not? Every planet, uh, parentheses, Cause except Venus. 
Because even if each planet was its own sort of self-sustained um, thing, they still kind of rely on those supply runs from Earth for certain things they can't produce. Yes. All right. So, uh, puts embargoes on Mars. Mars is kind of dicked. Every planet except Venus becomes an embargo uh, because of Earth, or also must embargo because of Earth. And like, Venus is just doing it because they're like, yeah, we totally wouldn't do that. Shady backroom dealings. Yeah, but like, it's one of those things. There's only one other planet between them and Earth. And then there's fucking Mercury just like, <laughs> shooting around. <laughs> like what do you guys even produce over there ecstasy <laughs> it's some crazy drugs uh so the drug <laughs> so that's at the end of that 50 years so then are we doing another 50 year block like what happens in the next 50 years let's divide it let's break it down that those these next 50 years because i think these are kind of integral leading up into the yeah war. yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is just like, does the do you think the war happens within this 50 years? I think tensions mount in these 50 years because Mars is on the decline. Um, they're getting very upset, you know, like Venus is also dicked you guys over, but they can't really say that out loud because Venus is their only other trade partner. Yeah. Venus was dicks too. Uh, so then tensions mount. And that's just over the period of that 50 years. Like, we could just blanket statement because no no actual issue has kind of arisen. Like, there hasn't been any shots fired. It's just been tensions kind of rising right. up until that point. Um, I'll be right back. I hear my mom calling me. That is okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mech Anime Stream where we created the greatest anime of all time that we didn't even know that we created until just now. <sighs> That's fine. So then 50 years. Because space years. So, hey, guys. How are you enjoying this show so far? If you're here and you're watching it, uh, do you find this kind of thing enjoyable? Would you like to see more streams of myself and either RJ or any other guest doing uh, some world building to kind of not only unleash or un un uh, look under the hood of world building as a whole from my perspective, like how I personally enjoy doing it, uh, as well as uh, just like bring on a variety of people, maybe again, not just RJ, potential guests as well. Who knows what guests could be here? Um, probably other people that I'm friends with on either my Twitch or uh, or on my Discord. I guess not really friends on Twitch. Uh, but I see my friends on Twitch a lot, which is nice. Uh, and you can get into the Discord by going to... Uh, you can subscribe to the channel, which is pretty cool. Or, uh, also, you can subscribe uh, if you have Amazon Prime. 
uh, and you link up your Twitch and your Amazon account, you can get one free subscription with Prime every month. Uh, so you could you could do that on this here channel, which would be pretty cool. You could level it out so that way you guys can get the Yi emote that we use in our uh, in our Discord a lot. And the easiest way to get into that Discord is either subscribing through Twitch or going to our Patreon. Uh, and our Patreon is really, uh, I think it's cool, but that's because I, I, I put a lot of work, uh, into thinking and, and doing things that I want to, that I want to do for the Patreon. So, uh, basic level, you get access to the Discord channel, you also get access to a lot of the audio stuff that I post on to the Patreon, such as an after show for our Monday and Tuesday night games. There is also, uh, if you if you go to the second tier in the patron, uh, as a patron, you get a you get an adventure every month written by me. Uh, I still need to finish editing the adventure that I wrote for last month, but that should be out. Uh, hopefully by the end of next week, because mm, at this point I might just call it February's, uh, and I'll owe you one. And then at the $5 donation tier, I will put you into the game. I will put you into a game that I am streaming. Uh, just You can message me your character what you would want them to do, how you would want them to be, and I will have them be in the game for you. Uh, if enough people end up doing it, who knows? Maybe we could have a council of, of patrons for our own, which would be pretty sweet. Uh, let's see, what else? We also have a store, uh, a merch store, which uh, you can check out in the link uh, of, this, uh, of this either video or audio cast below. For you audio cast listeners, I'm doing the Cyber Wolf pointy downs. Um, and I think that's it for my general my general word speech, my plug, I want to say. Uh, so I'm gonna try and do this Mac world building by myself. Uh, so actually, I'm gonna go back to the notes that I took last time. Uh, so what is, here are all my friends, so what they did, so where is, mm hmm, so I feel like in Fate, it is, it's one plus four, and then there's two plus threes, then there's Fate core character sheet. One, two, three, four. Three plus twos, and then four plus ones. Just work backwards, which is fine. Uh, so this is going to be how we will structure our mech. Then of course there is the head. Head, back, arms, legs, uh, and then front. And that is, I'm writing this down so that way later 
uh, when RJ gets back and we actually go into our mech building um, for this stream, at the end of it, that I would like to do anyways, uh, then we can figure out where we want our points to be because we figured out what skills we had last time, which are armor, blast, empathy, cunning, provoke, will, resources, investigate, rapport, larceny, Contacts, notice, melee, pilot, stealth, smithy, arm, physics, physique, not physics, and athletics. Uh, but yeah, I've been having an absolute blast doing this today. My blast is at a plus four. Is maxo maxo blasto. So then, okay, so fifty years, tensions mount. Mars is on the decline. Venus was dicks too. Uh, and then we start having acts of open aggression uh, between Earth and Mars. Because Mars wants back in the clubhouse. Uh, side note of that, I don't think that other planets would be able to have... Uh, other planets would not would not want to get involved. I don't think. Uh, mostly just because. Oh, what is this? Oh, RJ got a call from his grandma. That's sweet. Ah. So other planets would not want to get involved with this uh, with a conflict, whereas conflict con conflict begins. So then they fight with generic mobile suits. Who brought the first mech? Well, first, not a Gundam. Uh, and then, so we have to figure out who brought uh, who brought the first Gundam to this conflict. And then, ultimately, who won? Uh, was there an agreement uh, met? Were reparations paid? Uh, Mars is on decline. Venus was dicks too. So I think, because we also talked about having hyperspace travel. Quick, like quick travel between planets, that sort of thing. Uh, across the uh, definitely not Bifrost. So I think that having, uh, maybe that happens in year 250, that we kind of figured that out, which really helps the travel time. Because then you also have, uh, like, during that time that there are a mix of, like, old truckers and old runners uh, who know the long ways to get places. So, they, so there's more of a rise of smuggling 
I would think as you get people who learned these who learn these routes how to maneuver through asteroid belts and everything like that using nothing but their wit um, and then that's just oh here's a highway like they don't it just doesn't matter anymore uh, so they make it matter by by performing their smuggling activities so I think hyperspace. Uh, in year 250-ish, between 200-250, uh, hyperspace is invented slash perfected. Um, promotion of smugglers as a result. Uh, so then we go another 50 years. So fight uh, with generic mobile suits who brought the first Gundam. Um, were reparations paid? Maybe. Um, what else could we... What, what other backup questions could we have for RJ? Um, if you have any questions that you guys would like to, to input or any inputs for uh, the interstellar ephemeris calendar, feel free to do so in the chat below. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank the gods. Eh, sorry. That's okay. I put more My stuff in. My granny says hi. Oh. Hi, Grandma. She's getting senile. Yay! <laughs> um, so, one of the things that I put in uh, was during the 50-year period after the embargoes. That's when hyperspace is invented. Ooh, okay. And if Earth... I just realized this as well. Uh, so, one, uh, hyperspace would promote smugglers. Because it's been 200 years now that people have been kind of traveling throughout space, so there would be people who know in the smuggler kind of way how to go between planets, how to move between these these areas without getting a whole lot of traction. Right. Um, so then uh, there'd be a rise of smugglers. What? Mm. I had the idea of hyperspace dead drops, where basically you'll send these parcels out in like little capsules and just hyper jump them. And then it, they just appear in front of like the next ring of smugglers and like, okay, this is ours now. Hyperspace drops for packages. The other thing uh, that I thought of with hyperspace, if this happened post-embargo, Mars wouldn't be included. Mm. So, like, that's why it's just like, yeah, Venus, you can trade with us. It's quicker to trade with us than it is trading with Mars. Funny how that works out. And, like, Mars is just like, what the fuck? Like... Guys, come on! Yeah, so, like, I feel like the... Like, Mars getting skipped is a huge deal. Because, again, like, they, you just denied them access to the rest of the solar system. Yeah. Which, part of the embargo. So, part of the embargo blocks Martian hyperspace. And that's another reason why Mars just, like, fell back on its weird feudal system that it had. I think it even more, like, I like that. 
I just want to say an even more fucked up thing is still using Mars as a port for hyperspace. Um, uh, what's it? Uh, hyperspace trade, but they just can't import anything. It's just a dock. They can't like get any revenue from it. Hmm. The, part part of the um part of the reparations is um fuel as well. So they have to refuel up those ships that are doing the hyper jumps. I like it, but at the same time, I feel like that would make terrorism too easy. Mm, true. Because then you can like, I'll put a bomb on this one. Yeah. Bye. Have fun in hyperspace, dickhole. Like, yeah. We're traveling at past the speed of light. And then shrapnel just shoots out the other side. And just keeps going because, you know, space. Yep. Uh, Someone's going to have a bad time. <laughs> so that's during that 50 years. Oh. And then there is, uh, after that 50 years, after the tensions mount, there are acts of open aggression between Earth and Mars. Uh, because Mars wants back in. Right. They're tired of it. Like, they've Mars was like a resource-rich area, I would feel like. And now they're and within these fifty years they're drained dry. Yeah, just because of like lifestyle choices, and they're like, we got one shot, fuck up Earth, win our way back in. Because like they're all about like if we take down your king, then you have to listen to us now. And they managed to do it, but everyone else retali started retaliating against Mars. Okay, so Mars actually won. Or they managed to, like, someone, a Martian, like, assassin managed to take down whoever was in, was in charge of Earth. No, I, I actually really like the idea that Mars won, but then the rest of the colonies and the rest of the planets are like, no. No. Like, Mars they just winning. refuse. And so Mars or, has to step down. Or, or... Mars won, but the other planets saw this as an opportunity to secede Earth. And so they ousted Mars. Yes. Because Mars couldn't fight another war. <laughs> yeah, Mars used everything it had just to get back to Earth. Just to get back at Earth. They're like, yeah, we won. And then fucking Jupiter's looming over there like, yeah, you won. <laughs> sure you did. Have you seen these clothes? Fly as hell. What what was it? It was like hyperdimensional quasi real business casual. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I got I'll find I'll find I'll find it. I'll find it. <laughs> this is like hologram Tupac shit. Okay. Okay. You can't do that to me. Uh Mars actually won. So again, Martian Pride. Uh Ultimately, Mars is still going to be like, yeah, we won. Other people, we don't care. Do you feel like... Do you feel like Mars would have implemented a... implemented the following style of government? Or do you feel like it's one of those, like... Mars holds up the victory flag and they're like, we fucking did it. And then they turn around and then a representative from Earth is signing with the rest of the colonies declaring independence. 
I think that's really funny to me. They're just like, just yeah. Like, like, the other colonies didn't tell you about this? Like, what? But, but I... But, but I, I won. I won. Me. This isn't fair. Without telling Mars. Earth's just like laughing like. <laughs> yeah, just uh, fuck it. That was their ploy. <coughs> I'll send you a link. Okay. Wait, so Mars wins. Other planets saw this as an opportunity to secede Earth without telling Mars. But then is Earth still the central government? I think at this point, then, we break into the planets governing themselves. With representatives meeting every, like, so often to give a state of affairs sort of deal. So, with... Well, that's what I was meaning, is that maybe Earth as a entity as a as a because they realize they don't have any resources left right if if everyone secedes earth has nothing but there is one thing that earth has that the other places don't have as land it's not very good land but it's perfect for building so the thing is is that once they secede earth essentially becomes like a coruscant kind of thing like where it's like the city planet but it's right. entirely like a but it's not like a government building as a city <clears throat> but like that's like its main feature like in one of the primary land masses where there's just really nothing left they just have like embassies essentially like we don't have countries anymore we have embassies that are that sized and then you have the primary governmental structure which is only a couple days away because now you have hyperspace travel. Right, right, right. So Earth okay. isn't Earth is an organization. Earth isn't a place. Okay. All right, I like that. All right. So ultimately, who won? Was Mars actually won? And then so that is the that's in the in the next fifty years after that, which is. Uh, Earth becomes an embassy planet and houses the intergalactic government. So do you want to primarily stick this to our solar system or do you want to bring in a foreign body? Just our solar system. Right just our solar system. Okay. Just our solar system for right now. We don't need. Look, the Milky Way's fucking big. That's it. It's a fucking <laughs> big place. If we're filling it up with space colonies and colonizing planets and moons and whatever the fuck else that ends up coming out of this, it's gonna take a long time. A long time. Okay. Like, it could be that, like, maybe there's, like, like, eventually down the line, like, introduce a kaiju. Like, some weird fucking monster and be like, it's from the next galaxy over where things like this are common. And then you as players can be like, do we want to keep dealing with, with like, these weird politics? Or do we want to kill some aliens? Kaiju? 
Okay, let's trap it on Venus. <laughs> let's trap it on Mars. They won't mind. Yeehaw! They tame it. yippee ki yay, my lady! Fucking, you see, like, the Gundams start milking the damn thing. What the fuck? <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> so... Earth becomes embassy planet and houses intergalactic government. So we are at year 100, 200, 350. Ooh. With Earth becoming an embassy planet. There, see, now we're getting into to the ridiculous Gundam years. This is what we wanted. It took us two and a half hours. Two and a half hours of world building. We, we have our solar system built. Yes, we have the basic background because now, now is the time where, okay, Earth has become an embassy planet. Intergalactic government is housed. Is there a intergalactic problem currently? Or is this still just a, a intersparring between planets well, with the, the rise of intergalactic tension? Has enough time passed between the two points where there isn't going to be any dissonance from any of the other planets? Or is it just like, what kind of tension do you want? So, what we could do, move it forward another 50 years and have this 50 years after Mars wins and Earth becomes an NBC state, we could either have like 50 to 100 years of it's fine we're 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 fixing it we are we are in the process of earth becoming this thing because it's not going to be like an overnight or over year situation where earth becomes right, this right. perfect embassy state so that would have to be at least how many years while that's happening as well as mars getting itself kind of back up on its feet again and even then i don't think that mars would have like its entire planet fitted out like the other ones were, especially after close to about a hundred years of embargo. Mm hmm yeah. Like, they would have <clears throat> junkers. They would have ships that are like 150 years old that still fly, but wouldn't pass a, a Department of Environmental uh, <laughs> Standards. Like, they just wouldn't pass it. So I think that, that really determines how... So how long do you think it would take for Earth to become <clears throat> this state, especially after I, losing to Mars. I think it would honestly take a hundred years to get everything like, well, first rebuilding after all the damage done and then fucking constructing, begin construction, you know? Okay, so would that be the second hundred year plan? We could call it hundred the hundred year restoration. Okay just so that we don't confuse it with the first 100-year plan. Very fair. So the 100-year restoration. It's uh, nice that all of our time blocks are 50s and 100s. Look, world building <laughs> is easy-ish. Jazz hands. When you break it down into blocks that are comprehensible, if you're like, what happened during this thousand-year period? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I can break it down. 
I'm a history major with a minor in social in sociology and social sciences. I can break it down in fifties. <laughs> I can't break it down in a thousand. That's no. We went from throwing rocks at each other to like riding armored horses. Gundams are no. Well, well, Gundam horse. Gundam horse. <laughs> Okay, so 100-year restoration, <clears throat> Mars uh, on path to become diplomatic power. Learning the game, because they were Wild West medieval for a while. Earth is turning into embassy. People are coming in. Earth has centralized government. That is parliamentary or like a council of seven? Council of nine. Council of nine. Okay. Um, uh, ease of travel between uh, all planets promotes uh further futuristic tech uh earth currently trying to earth is like after hundreds of years earth is still trying to reforest right earth outlaws material or earth would have already outlawed it so that's fine Earth still in process of recovery. Okay, so that's during that hundred years? Yeah, the restoration process. Okay, so... <clears throat> then, after that, is that um, when our conflict um... happens? I would. I kind of want to say there would be a few years of peace. Well, that would be the hundred years. Oh, the hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll have conflict. So what is what is the conflict that brings us out? That brings Ooh. us out of this peace. Ooh, shadow cancel. May our labors please you. Um, Shadow Council I... <sighs> of space stations. But like, <clears throat> what what is their goal? Like, what is the end goal to bring these nations out of peace? Because like at this point, we've had a hundred years of trying to get back. Are these like Earth reclamationists? Because that would just make <clears throat> Earth a target, right? because <clears throat> hmm. I really want to say nothing jumpstarts an economy more than war does it's true so I think they just uh, basically they want their planets like this council is made up of several different planets they want their planets to have this sort of economic boost that only war can provide so they just start making war for war's sake counter This is when we introduce 
the natural rare resource as a metal and follow the classic Gundanium alloy that they had in Gundam Wing. But it's one of those things where it's like, we have this mineral, and this mineral is found on, what if we say that it's found on uh, space debris that's coming in from another galaxy? And so that way we can also hint at like further kaiju shenanigans <clears throat> and like, hey, if you go here, you can find all the materials Ooh. you want. Um, where the scientists actually find that this uh, mineral is partially organic. So in between battles, if like the mechs are made out of this, they kind of self heal after a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, semi-organic metal from different... I fucking love Gundam so much! <laughs> Galaxy. Don't you mean you love whatever we're doing here? This is not Gundam, but it is Gundam. Because you know why? Hey, RJ, do you know what Gundam series had a uh, semi-organic self-healing Gundam? Goddamn G Gundam. Yep, it was G Gundam. It was Devil Gundam. It was Devil Gundam. He started making other Devil Gundams by infecting them with weird metal. Hey, wasn't that the idea we had earlier today? Mm hmm. The zombie thing. We just come back to G Gundam. We just. We're fucking doing oh G Gundam. Oh my god. We <laughs> just keep coming. G Gundam. <laughs> it is I, Pantheon Gundam. Okay. So. Pluto's not a planet. Hey, hey now. No, no, hey no. Now. Hear me out. Colonies around Pluto. Fine. Pluto itself. Too barren. Too cold. Too difficult to terraform. What if a heavy deposit of that ore fell onto Pluto? Oh, God. I thought you were about to say, let's weaponize Pluto. And <laughs> what I was the fuck? I've been so down for it, and it's like out of left field. But yes, let's weaponize Pluto. I want to weaponize Pluto now. <laughs> can we? All caps, can we weaponize Pluto? I'm not forgetting this. <laughs> like, okay, so the, this huge mineral deposit uh, yeah, yeah, hits yeah. Pluto. And so the colonists around Pluto just start like, Oh shit. So they go down, they start building like facilities and defense matrices to protect this rare resource. And they basically turn Pluto into like a miniature dark side. Okay. My thought was is that nobody had gone to Pluto. It was un like just no man's land. The the so the colonists around it were basically just like they just lived at the edge of society because they already weren't the best of individuals. But huge mineral deposit of this new metal that the government wants in no man's land. But it's not just one government. It's all the governments. It's all of them. They all want it. I want to also pose... It's a huge ass mineral deposit that kind of knocks Pluto off its axis. Ooh. 
So it's like... Wait, is that not... how Pluto got weaponized? Is that it's literally on a crash course with another planet? Yes. 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 Oh my god, yes. <laughs> this what is the it's... coolest shit. We have a medieval, wild, west, mech, planet, Mars. We have Pluto crashing into another planet because of a rare mineral deposit that other people want. So they have to destroy Pluto in order to get it, but who's gonna take the gold? Everyone has guns pointed at Pluto and then also guns pointed at other people. <laughs> like this yeah, weird- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you, then you have the option for like backdoor alliances as well of just Venus and Mars once again being like, hey. Hey friend. We're sorry about that whole war thing that happened between you and Earth. Like we're cool now. What if we teamed up like old times? Old time's sake. And took the mineral. Took the minerals for ourselves. For ourselves. And then, because you can always have, like, by the end of it, when they fix Pluto and take all the mineral and, oh. yay, everybody's happy, that's when Kaiju shows up. No, 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 no. Oh, God. Okay, imagine if you will. Imagine Alien if you will. Alien imposters pretending to be people, so that way they could try and trick the rest of the Earth spheres or the rest of the galactic spheres into being confused with each other while the alien invasion begins to happen. That sounds cool, too. <laughs> the mineral is like krill to these giant space kaiju, and that's what's attracting them to Ooh. our galaxy. <gasps> we literally have food robots. Because it's food for them. So the thing that's killing them is the thing that's that is legitimately oh. their tasty snack. Oh. God damn it, I love this. This is our world. This I'm not even drunk yet. <laughs> no, I I wanna contact Sunrise. Be like, so, my friend and I, we were on Twitch and we made a Gundam story. Please? Spin-off? Spin-off? Eh? Eh? You made correct galaxy. Okay, wow, this is awesome. I'm re actually really excited for this. Okay, so now, oh man, LB is gonna be so pissed. She won't know. <laughs> What's up? No. Oh, the alien imposters are like new types. Yeah. Uh... Uh... New types. We That's got the our, new types. We got the new types in there. We did it. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. Okay, so that's, yeah, that's it. That's that's our conflict, is our conflict. Is Pluto. Pluto is rich with men's. Too far. And also on a course to collide with new uh with other planet fuck yeah okay so that puts I... us at jesus are you ready for this sure we have 200 300 we're at year 500 yes uh year Which... 500 no, because it's not going to be year 500 by the time that people are already going about it because Pluto has quick 
How, what is Pluto's axis? How fast does Pluto travel around the sun? Uh, Pluto year. 248 years. <laughs> so let's say that we are in, we are in the less than 50. But because Pluto's in that crash course, that orbital period is going to start shrinking. Yeah. So we are at less than 50 years since the initial crash, because right now it's a lot of people, like, they figure out what the mineral is. Or, like, they've right. known about the mineral. They realize this has happened on Pluto. Years. Pluto time. All right. So we got Pluto time. We have our timeline now. We have our timeline, especially because, think about it this way, what is the one thing that you want when getting minerals like this? You want- A monopoly on it? No, 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 you want drills, you want excavation, oh. you want mechs that are what? General purpose. General purpose mechs. Like the ones that we started with uh... at the beginning of this. So a lot of our mechs are going to have things that are going to be useful for getting shit like this slash fighting um i'm gonna use the bathroom really quick but then when we come back you want to build a mech i'm gonna get drunk yeah i'll be right back okay hey friends how's it going i got a bottle of knobs creaking gonna drink it all and we're gonna build a mech please respond to my love thanks steven <laughs> What's the alcohol per 350%. Cool. And excited. Me too. Because think about this. If we do have the aliens disguising themselves as people, that's a grid man. That's anti. That's a grid man. That's anti. Or actual grid man, if you wanted to be like, yeah, I'm actually a group of high school students that turns into a mech. I like the idea that, what's it, there's just some dude who, like, gets himself... He, like, launches himself out of an airlock without a spacesuit, and then just, like, boom, 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 boom. Just turns. Oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be so cute. But then what I if need the, the fate booked on how to build kaiju. What if, what if the kaiju are also made out of this organic metal? So we can harvest kaiju. <laughs> But then what about the kaiju rights? Oh no, we're getting so deep into this. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let's Ooh. let's call it good. Kaiju are just a thing that would would be fun for now. For now. For now. I I really want to also get into the um the uh what's it? The scientist who just goes rogue. Do is that the mech that we want to build tonight? I have I have I have a mech I kind of was thinking about as I was talking to my grandma, and this is saying something. Okay. Because it's totally off the... Like, it's a quick build. It's really a quick build. All right. I'd be down, because we have 17 minutes left in the stream. 
Someone would normally go. So quick build okay. would probably be for the goods. Oh no, this is stupid. So basically you take the transformation mech and then put blasts in every single slot. <laughs> and then you transform and then you put blasts in every single slot. No. <laughs> yes. What would it look like? A missile. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Wait, no, 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 you're from Mars. You look like a big six-shooter. <laughs> Just a revolver floating in the air. Let me tell you, in, which one was it? In in one of the Power Rangers, the Red Ranger's mech turns into a fucking handgun. Metal and it was the black guy. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Sriracha and whiskey is horrible, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that sounds like a bad mix. <laughs> my mouth has been on fire for the last hour. Oh my god. Okay, so. Uh, <sighs> do you want to make crazed scientist mech? Yes, let's make crazed scientist mech. Okay, so. Crazed scientist mech. All Gundams have a theme. Tequila Gundam included. <laughs> So, uh, what is the theme of Old Man Mech? Because it would look old. It would. It would look. It would look old. Alchemy. Okay, so we. So an alchemical look. An alchemical look, I guess. So the head. Plague Doctor mask, probably. Ooh, yeah. Where it has that like bird-like nose. So, I... does the Plague Doctor mask give? A, is it a internal system? This is the wording that they use in Fate. Internal system or external system? An external system means that you get the pluses and bonuses, whereas an internal system <clears throat> is something where you can open, like, you open up your beak and shoot acid at people. Like, there's something, like, it's a stunt. I think it would be, it would be internal. Um, the weaponize of the two alchemical like mix you know for the head for the head i guess it would be like or i don't know because okay so let's let's think about what his body looks like because maybe that'll give us hints on what his abilities are so the head do we want plague doctor mask mm. or do we want something else have you ever seen Repo the genetic, genetic opera. opera. Yes, yeah. the Doctor Repo Man sort of. Okay. Mask dealy would look cool. It almost looks like a Zaku. Repurpose Zaku. Okay. Yeah. Uh, repo. No, repo. I repopist. Repopist. <laughs> it's a repopist Zaku. What's uh, that? That dolphin wants to take back your stuff? It's a repurpose. <laughs> repurposed Zaku to look like a repo man. Uh, repo genetic. Man doctor. Opera doctor. The back. What would the back have? Ooh, I kind of like the idea. It has like these two tanks. Okay. And do the tanks connect to anything? Ooh. 
Like, are they, like, onto his hands where he can shoot out, like, a weird liquid into space? A non-Newtonian fluid into space. I, I like the idea... I like the idea of um, the alchemy. So it would be like he could fire one thing, which is like a globular, viscous, sticky, and it could gunk up your mech. And then the other one is just like liquid nitrogen so that it like freezes your mech and then he just like punches it and it shatters. Sticky up your mech. And that's how like he basically punches through uh, supply runs. I like it. So, because we can't have two stunts per body part, mm. uh, one of those we could designate to the hands. And then the other one would be towards the back. Yeah, well, like, structurally and visually, he could have both of the tanks <laughs> on the back, but we would have to give up a slot on the hands to be able to do both. Okay. So, arms, uh, because you can target parts of the mech in this game, what do you think would be better to have on the hands, the liquid nitrogen or the stickies? Because mm, the back is next to the cockpit, so if it was liquid nitrogen exploding and the dude is in the cockpit... Yeah, well, like, technically, again, both of them would be on the back. On the back. Uh, let's do hands for the stickies and then back for the nitrogen. Okay. So, globular, stickies up enemies. Back, two tanks, liquid nitrogen. Do you think that there would be, like, cords coming from the... Uh, like coming from the back tanks onto the hands. I would or... think so because if it was internal, it would probably be bulkier, you mm. know? So it wouldn't be as like easily to punch through stuff. It's true. So then we have large transfer cables. And I like the idea that he can't really use guns because it's harder to make ammunition in space than it is just to synthesize these materials. Yeah, he just gets a lot of it from harvesting shit on uh, on asteroids. Whatever. Could say, yeah, it's Gundam. <laughs> Rules Gundam. don't matter. Okay, so for his legs, I do we want to have so do we want to have an internalized system or a externalized system? What are our options externally? Because I, I like the internal systems we have so far. Externally is just boosting. Uh, mm -hmm. any specific kind of class. So, like, if he wanted uh, the abilities that we chose, we could have uh, an increase in resources or smithy. Ooh. I like increase in resources because I like the idea that his legs come together and he just starts burrowing into, like, asteroids. I had the, I had the other one for smithy. So when he lands on something, you can see what look to be these little tendrils of metal that just kind of extend outward and sink into the ground, and then that's how he refills his canisters. Ooh, yeah. I like that. And so, like, all he has to do is just land and, like, stand somewhere for a long enough period of time, which kind of has this weird presence about him, because he's legitimately just standing there looking at you getting stronger. Okay. Okay, so for his legs, 
We probably want uh, resources. No, because resources... It's spending. It's spending versus smithy, which would be... Creation. Um, yeah, which would be the creation of things. Okay. So let's do plus three smithy. And then the other plus one would be um, provoke. Possibly. Because, again, just kind of that imposing presence. Mm. I would think, anyways. To Where's this going? It's going to be a 2-2 two, two, smithy provoke. It would be plus 3 to smithy and then just plus 1 to provoke. 1 to provoke. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that depends. Like, if his character ended up having more provoke than the mech did, we would just go plus 4 to smithy. No problem. But it's more of just, like, we're building the mech without knowing who the pilot is. Yeah. Like, we have a general idea of who the pilot is, but, like... Insane. Nutty. Nutty. He's a nutter. Um, Eddie Murphy. So... There's the front. What would be on his front? Would it just give him, like the ability to be able to pilot like would it be yeah. like an autopilot mech or do you feel like he would have like custom built this himself and he's just really good at piloting himself i like the idea where what well, we said he was sort of wheelchair bound to this mech so it's basically keeping him alive so when the tendrils come out it's also sucking up nutrients from whatever and then synthesizing it to keep him alive so the chest would be like, I don't know. There's an autopilot system because he can't really move himself. The the other one that I feel would could be cool is stealth. Because he's supposed to have been alive for a long time, right? Mm. So if he had this cloak around him where you couldn't see the tanks on the back to be like, this is my fucking weak point or anything about his and gloves. And he's just standing there. He doesn't look like he's doing anything. But, like, and that's what's allowing him to draw in power, and he just sort of stands there. Yeah. <laughs> I also like, um, what's it? He hits these supply runs, and then he just ghosts. Yes. All right, so. We have the arms, which have their own stunt. The back has its stunt. And then does the head have any stunt with it? Because that was the Repo Genetic Opera Mask. But yeah. we could... Uh, kind of want to put the... It's not sensor, it's a notice. Notice. Yeah. So when he's standing there, he's also scan-sweeping the area. So the little not... Zaku eye that just swivels back and forth. Yeah. Because what we could do is plus two to notice, plus two to investigate. Or think... Because investigate, I don't think, actually is that I think investigate is legitimately like, I'm gonna look through these tomes and find out what's down here. True. So, so I think notice would be good as a plus four. Yeah. Okay. So, plus four. Notice. <laughs> Alright, so that is our mech, is, the, is that look. So, uh, it is 
mech with a large... Okay, so is the cloak f fabric or is it like space <clears throat> fabric? Or is it like the Master Gundam's cloak where it's like metal plates that <clears throat> come in front? Ooh. I like that because then like Gundam Deathwing or Gundam Death Scythe, large wings just spurred out from the back that look like bat wings. Ooh, yeah. I, I love... Gundam Death Scythe so much. So with a uh, metal <coughs> wing cloak over center. No. No, it wouldn't be able to have the metal cloak. It would have because... to be fabric of some sort because of the tanks on the back. Because if it was metal, you wouldn't be able to have those tanks covered up by the metal. Right. Unless it encompasses... No, because they would be placed on the same spot. Um, it wouldn't be able to lie flesh. It would have to be something that could wrap over it. Wouldn't, like, the shoulder units, like, have the cloak and then wrap it over so that it goes, like, but if the, like vestments, sort of? Yeah, but if it's vestments, like, coming over the front, again, the problem is that there are these large oh, units on the back. True. Okay. So it would have to be cloth of some, sp of some sort, but you could even say that that is that Jupiter cloth that we the were Jupiter. talking about earlier. Oh. Jupiter cloth is like silk steel, where if you pass like a certain, like the Batman sort of cloak, where if you pass a current through it, it in like fans out. Yeah. And rigidity, like rigidness. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Jupiter cloth, silk steel, and it's a Jupiter cloth cloak. It was appropriated. So then it just has, oh, that's a good. It was appropriated. Uh, so we have the cloak, we have the mask, we have the hands. What colors is this? Honestly, I was thinking red for a lot of it, but that's just because it's like, there it is, the red guy. But like, I if, like... He's, if he's like a standing in the back, not really doing much. And also because like the Repo Genetic Opera mask was red. I like because he's a scientist, like some sort of... But that's sort of more doctory, like a red and white color scheme. Like you know how like um the medical cross over a white background. The alternate that I thought is the blue Zaku color. Ooh. Because again, like he as a doctor former doctor. He wasn't a medical doctor. He was a researcher. He right. was a, a could have been a, like a geologist or some other like earth scientist so he would might have more like earthy tones. Yeah? I have the Gundam name. What is it? What's the name? The Gundam Curie. Like, you know, what was it? Mary Curie? Yes. Pretty Curie. Pretty Curie! Marie Curie, that's who she was. Uh, Yes, Gundam Curie. I have the cure for you. <laughs> <laughs> Humanity Man, is sick, and it needs a cure. Oh. That's... I love that album. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty good, I suppose. What? I like corn. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you? Um, yeah, so we have the we have the overall look. So it's Gundam Curie. It's wearing a Jupiter cloth cloak over uh, over its tanks and over its arms, so it looks kind of bulky. It's the it's more like poncho style than it is like wrapped around. So it's just like it's covering everything that it needs to. But you can see the legs and the head, but the head has the hood up over it. So it's uh, so it's like it's more like a cloak, but again, poncho style. So that okay. way, like, you can't see the chest piece. Right, right, right. Okay. I like it. Because maybe, because again, like, this is an old suit. Maybe the chest piece doesn't have a whole lot of protection. Kind of like, uh, kind of like Lupus. Barbados right. Lupus Rex. It was, like, very like, thin um, in the chest. They have to save on weight somewhere, so they have to, like, kind of... Shave it off, yeah. Shave it off, and then it's like a sort of subterfuge, like, oh, I'm bulky everywhere. Just kidding. And then he gets up close and uses his abilities. Just punch through your fucking mech. Yeah. God damn it, I'm so down for this. He's this there. We made an anime. Good. We made an anime. We didn't make a Gundam. We made an anime. A whole anime. For all you people out there listening, don't you dare fucking steal it, because this is our baby. I mean, you can steal it as long as you pay us. Please. Give me money. I'll make you so many anime. <laughs> let, let Steven and I voice act in it. I will I will voice act and, and just give you general anime. I will send it. And I think... I think with that desperate plea for employment... That's where we are going to call it for tonight. Uh, so I wanted to say thank you, RJ, for for coming out and helping me uh, solve solve the the eternal question of where the fuck are we in this mech game? I don't understand. Wait, now did we, we not get there? No, we did. Okay, we got there. Thank you for helping me solve this question because again. I don't know if I could have done it by myself. This was a lot, and we figured out 500 plus years of anime history the entire time with mechs just going by in the background and our dear friends in chat. Buh. Buh. So, I wanted to say thank you uh, for stopping by, and where can we find you? Oh, hey everybody, I am RJ here on the show. You could find me on Mondays and Tuesdays playing on the Indoor Adventures stream here yeah mondays as calum the shadow guy cleric and tuesdays as hubris the tiefling warlock and you can find me on saturday at 1 p.m est on pro restarters channel as uh, ajax our silent initiative and i believe on the 13th uh we are going to be we are going to be uh for the next couple weeks maybe two weeks Starting on the 13th, <coughs> we are going to be doing the Curse of Strahd, starting off with the Death House module. Our dear friend Danae is going to be running a three-man game uh, with myself as a player, RJ, and our other dear, dear friend, LB Hack'em-Up, who doesn't know anything about Gundam, which is why all of this stream was very overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> but... We're going to be doing that for the next two weeks because next week I will be ending 
the Never Winter series slash Never Wednesday series that I had with Reeves uh, because we will be finishing Dark Souls 3. It's, it is the end of an era. It was a good game, but I have heard the cry for more tabletop games, so more tabletop game I will deliver. Uh, other than that, you heard my spiel of where you can find us uh, while RJ was out and about, so we will see you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.